It's very flattering to ask others about matters they're little qualified to discuss. Ladies, gentlemen and variations thereupon, this is Modern Escapism. And welcome to the show. As ever, my name is Oodles, and if I was a word, that word would be pestiferous. And joining me today, if he were a word, that word would be competitive. It's Stig. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> if he, he were a word, <laughs> you bastard! Look at him doing it now. Competitive. If he yeah, were a word, he's doing it now. That word was on purpose. I know it was. I know it was. If he were a Yeah, word. but the problem is that when you say... <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of year one when I was you. <laughs> if he were a word, that word would be gladebrus. I can't even say it. Gladebrus. It's gadget. If you want to know what that means, it means fucking bald. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you so hard. <laughs> and not if in the he... way you like. Yeah, exactly. If he were a word, that word would be absent. It's biggie. Who isn't here tonight? Because he's probably at Butlins or some shit. She he is actually word, Butlins. If she were a word, that word would be preoccupied. It's Candy, who again isn't here this evening because she's probably off ice skating or kissing boys. Who knows? So today, we have called upon the wisdom and charity of this next person to step up and run the main topic of the show. If he were a word, that word would be feck. It's deadbeat punk. You're not going to say my word, are you? No, you know what my word is. <laughs> I thought we were going to get him. I thought he was going to say it. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. Welcome, mate. Thank you again for helping out. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, listeners, it's the boy zone again. Welcome. Um, we have absent members, but let's just press on and stig sell this shit to everybody. Yeah, if you like what we do, we have a Patreon. If you head over to patreon.com forward slash modern escapism. On there, you'll find the three different tiers that we do. For £5 a month, the Modern Escapees tier, that gets you an extended edition of this episode every month, every month, every week, and at least one monthly special, as well as any other specials we do. If you are into D&D play podcasts, we have one called Do Dragons Dream of Scott Sheep, and the £5 Scott Sheep tier gets you ad-free early access of the episodes, as well as original artwork by Candy, uh, battle maps and character sheets by Gadget and any other thing we put together for the show such as music and the like and for £7.50 it's the Biggie Bundle it gets you everything everything subject VAT bang bang and it pays for his Butlins trip is that where he actually yep. is? Yeah, I think he always wear Butlins this week Bastard. anyway let's just crack on with the Nexus and I am dying to know what Stig's been up to this week? Well, last week I had done nothing, really. Mm-hmm. So I resorted to having to talk about WrestleMania, which I'm sure people loved. Uh, but this week I've actually done a fair few things. Um, after the Mummy 4 pitch last week, I revisited The Mummy. So good. Watched, watched The Mummy this, ta- this week. Uh, it's the first time in a, a very long time since I've watched it. But my daughter is now at the right age where we can kind of watch it and it's not too scary or too violent for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she was well into it. 
she really enjoyed it. She wants to watch the Mummy Returns. Uh, she keeps saying, watch Mummy Returns. Like, let's watch Mummy Returns tonight. Yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> outside of the terrible CGI, because yeah. it's 1999, you can't really get away from that. It kind of still holds up as a really fun action adventure. And it's fun, like appropriately scary for like young uh, kids. And, uh, you know, Amelia, she screamed out a couple of times at the right <laughs> yeah. points as well. And she kept saying, oh, can't wait for the mummy to come back. Where's the mummy? Where's the mummy? Uh, and Brendan Fraser... his Imhotep. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brendan Fraser is just, he's just wonderfully charismatic, so good, isn't, isn't he? he? In, in those films. It really, really was. Um, second thing I did this week, I watched a film called Bull. Uh, came out last year. It just hit on streaming service recently, and I kind of watched it based on some good word of mouth. It is a British a revenge thriller. Uh, stars, uh, what is his name? Neil Maskell. He plays this unhinged, very scary um, ex-bob, ex-mob enforcer who, who got betrayed and kind of comes back 10 years later to seek his revenge on those who betrayed him. It's brutal, it's scummy, it's nasty. It's just proper British. Yeah, I've just put I've just written down as well. (laughs) Uh, This film at times made me like audibly like be like, oh fuck me, like with that some of the stuff kind of yeah, get audible reactions to it. Um, It obviously a lot of people say no, it's kind of like Dead Man's Shoes. It is in in a sense, but it's nowhere near as good. But it's still good. It's still enjoyable. Decent revenge thriller. Um, very low budget, but really, really good. I'm into it, mate. I'm into it. Um, I new season of Derry Girls started this week. Yeah, I watched I that. Know, I don't know what that is. I've heard a lot of people say about Derry Girls, but I'm not entirely S- sure what it is. I'm assuming it's one, Ireland. Yes, one of the best comedies in the last decade, in my opinion. It is absolutely hilarious. Better than it's Mrs. About, Brown's Boys. Oh, well, you know, it's... It's tough. On par, tough to really. Mrs. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse Island to watch second. it until they call it Londonderry Girls. I just, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is really good, though. It's about mm-hmm. um, f- uh, 16-year-old girls and uh, uh, one of the girls' cousins who's been sent over from England <laughs> uh, in the 90s. So not, a, not the best of time for a, a young British lad to be, an uh, English lad to be over in Ireland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, no. But yeah, it, it's just, it's so funny. It kind of obviously all centers around the problems that were happening over there in the 90s as well. But they just, you know, the comedy from the girls is just, it's one of the best comedies, I think. You've just got this mix of great characters. Uh, Claire is absolutely neurotic. Michelle is like the really cheeky one. Uh, Ola's just simple and <laughs> and. Erin, I'm not really how to, sure how to describe Erin. She tries to keep things together, but in the most chaotic of ways. And yeah, James, is, right. James is pretty simple as well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just the surrounding cast is brilliant. The adults in there. Uh, Colm is just, I, I, I laugh every time he's on screen. Um, I don't know whether you'd call him, a, what you call him on your podcast this week? Was it Old Lads? Old Boys? Old Boys. Old boys. Boys. Yeah, you maybe could describe Colm as that. You can kind of see him sat at a bar just literally really... He just reels off stories. I have a feeling that he doesn't have a script and he's just told <laughs> to go there and tell a really mundane, boring story and then 
from that carry it on into another mundane boring story and then carry that on and that's what he does and, but just the longer he goes the funnier it gets he's, he, he's the Irish Grandpa Simpson oh that's yeah. that's good I yeah, like yeah, the just, sound of that just tell mundane stories the, 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 the way they used him in this first episode of the third series was oh, it's fucking brilliant. hilarious I was creased laughing yeah and an amazing cameo in this first episode like, I don't really know yeah. where that, how they pulled that one off but um, really great cameo. What's all that? But yeah, it's the, the sister Michael is just hilarious as the uh, prince. She's the principal of the school. Yeah, a head teacher or whatever you call it. But head yeah, nun. De- head nun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. She just yeah. doesn't give a fuck. It's so funny. <laughs> but it, it's 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 hilarious. It's definitely worth checking out. Uh, watching the first two series series on Channel Four uh, OD. Uh, and the new series has just started, so we're kind of watching that as that right in that out. round two. Uh, you'll enjoy Doodles, and it's, yes. because it's British, it's like six episodes a season, so you'll just you'll rattle through it in, in an afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm more likely to that- watch it as well because it's not like oh my god, Star. Are, are we allowed to say it's British? Punk? No, but it's Irish. No. UK. Well, if you were going to say one thing, I was going to say the other because you know how it works by now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I say it's Irish, and you're like, is it fuck? <laughs> Does the North mean nothing to you, Stig? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the main thing this week is oh. I went to see the Northman yesterday. Oh, it's fucking good. It's really, <laughs> really good. I had such a great time watching this. Um, if anyone was ever worried that Eggers might stray away from his style after being given a big budget, like, Fear not, because oh, that's so good. To oh, yeah. it fully leans into craziness of Viking rituals, North uh, folklore and mythology. Um, it is not a standard normal historical thriller like you would get in. This isn't kind of Braveheart style, but with Vikings. Do you know what I mean? Where everything's uh, real. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's drug-induced madness, it's which based is based on Hamlet, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. It's the, it's the story Hamlet's based on, apparently. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visions of Valkyries, m- loads of other things in there as well, and it's just brought in pure Eggers style. Uh, it's very much to how the lighthouse gave us this kind of like weird body out of body experiences with the characters. You get that with the character. Why just you spell your characters beans, in this? Boy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Visuals and sounds are stunning. Absolutely, like in proper invading your sensors kind of things dialogue's great uh, and his commitment to try and keep it period accuracy is really appreciated if you watch stuff like vikings and the last kingdom everyone's a sexy viking <laughs> i mean i mean Starsguard is a sexy viking in this he's ripped to shit and massive shoulders and and whatnot but you know everyone's he's not got, got a like, stylish undercut he's not got a stylish <laughs> undercut no and like the perfect <laughs> primed beard and like the perfect tattoos and things like great that teeth. it's like yeah, he's just like he's proper, more realistic haircuts, dirty as you would be back in those days. You know, trudging through the mud and just he looks like he smells. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'd sniff him still. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I just want to. You know, I feel a lot of people are probably going to see the trailer and think that this is some kind of fairly run-of-the-mill Viking film. You know, yeah. like Vikings, The Last Kingdom. I know Vikings at times did lean into the mythology and weirdness every now and again with visions and things like that. But it kind of tried to stay as 
realistic in it, realism yeah. for the most part. This doesn't. Like, this really, really doesn't. So don't be expecting things like that. Like if you have watched the lighthouse, if you've watched the bitch, you'll know like what you're going in. You know you're getting in for. So it's just be aware side. of that. Yeah. Um, I know there was as well on this. Apparently there was some studio interference. Um, I haven't read much too much into it, but I don't think that it's messed his vision up too much. Um, it hasn't left me sat there wondering. Like, it didn't leave me sitting there going, "Well, that's not him. That's him. That's mm-hmm. not him. That's not him." It, it he's still being able to tell his story, and it really still shines through. Is it? A, um, is it a long film? Two hours twenty minutes. So studio interference has probably they've probably forced him to cut out it's some probably stuff. three hours. Yeah. Well, the student interference comes from test audiences not understanding the Norse mythology oh, and then having them. to like tone it down a little bit. So just idiots, basically. But that's the point of the film. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isn't it always funny how when when test audiences don't get something, it makes for a, a worse film in a way. Mm, like, yeah. This, you hear well, about the things I, that for get one, cut. I'm sick of North uh, Norse mythology sneaking into my fucking Viking films. Exactly. (laughs) Apparently, one of the comments had said, um, "You have to have have, like a degree in Norse mythology to understand it." It's like you fucking don't. I don't. I understand it perfectly once. Yeah, that's kind of what you're getting with. It's a Beowulf kind of style. Yeah, there's that that famous thing with the test audience where the test audience didn't like that the Titanic sunk at the end of Titanic. It's, it's, it's like a famous thing. It's, it's not what a great bit, to be fair. Yeah, it's the only bit you want to watch the film for. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've talked about this before on the pod, but the test audiences who fucked up the ending of The Golden Compass, mm. yeah, the yeah. Northern Lights adaptation, because they didn't understand the ending. I was like, not read the not book. To understand, it's in the film. They're telling you about what that is in the film. And they were like, yeah. did she die? Was that heaven? I was when that film, honestly, when that film ended, I was like, "Where's the ending?" <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to the good film, the really good film. The cast are brilliant. Uh, Nicole Kidman is brilliant in this. Um, I've heard people say that this is better than she recently just got nominated for being the Ricardos, yeah, um, playing Lucille Ball. And I've not seen that. Um, to me, that might be a bit of a Hollywood. Like darling being played on screen, it's a shoo-in, so, mate. Yeah, so that's likely to get nominated. But this, she's really, really good. And Skarsgård, uh, Skarsgård, sorry, is he's stellar, like proper enthralling throughout. Can you he's imagine being really six foot five in that in Yeah, he's he's, he's <laughs> excellent in this. <laughs> Fuck me. So it it's really good. Uh, it's brutal, bloody, psychedelic, uh, really epic in its scale, and it's got a really, really striking finale. Really like the ending. Um, I just hope that the studio interference hasn't put him off doing big budget things because, you know, his his indie films are probably still going to be really good. Yeah. But I'd like to have see the option of him doing indie and big budget. And I just hope that he doesn't go, that's soured my experience. But well, that regardless is the fear that, when somebody it's... branches out, they're going to get lost in new grounds. Yeah. And obviously he found his feet right away. Yeah. Apart yeah. from yeah. this negative test audience. Yeah, I think very, we need very, better very interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting his career trajectory, like going from an objectively terrifying, very indie horror film to mm. a surreal indie Lovecraftian mermaidy film <laughs> to then this with yeah. all the money. 
as, <laughs> and like as, I mean, proper you, Hollywood people. <laughs> you don't have to spoil this, Stig. It's up to you. Because um, all these other films have got a fart joke in them. Is there a fart joke in this? Yeah. Oh, fuck yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes, bring it on. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, when you said that. That's actually, his thing. There's... He does a fart joke in every film. Yes! And that bit, though, when there is the fart, fuck me, that is a weird scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, just just thinking about that, that, that scene. That scene an artist involves... flourish. <laughs> that's, that's his thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that scene just has Defoe, uh, Ethan Hawke, and um, the young lad playing uh, Skarsgård's character yeah. as a young yeah. boy. He's just fucking trippy as fuck. I've and seen you know that young boy on trailer with the weird haircut. Yeah, you know what? Like, putting Defoe in a trippy as fuck sequence is going to be like... <laughs> big, <laughs> big massive, big eyes, big smiles, and... Yeah, it's... it's I'm so it's, I'm, I, I will, it's I will so have good. seen it this time tomorrow, and I'm so fucking ready. I genuinely don't know how you... Are not going to love this film. I'd be so surprised. You might come away with a few gripes. You might say, you know, some of the accents, you know, you could quibble at. Doesn't bother me because really, who knows what accents sounded like nearly hey, two thousand years the ago? Bitch. And that the accents in that, <laughs> yeah. Um, the <laughs> runtime at the moment, so probably could have shaved a little bit off, but it doesn't didn't bother me. I've just seen these are some quibbles I've seen from people, so. Mate, I watched. Other than that, I, I Zack Snyder's can't Justice see. League three three times in a row. So. <laughs> it's true. But Length I, is nothing. Yeah, go for a poo before you start. That's I'm goes. not eating on this one. I'm, I'm not because that's <laughs> usually when I get popcorn and stuff. It goes. Yeah, I'm just going to sit there with a little bit of water, a little bit just for hydration. But this one has uh, gone to number one of spot of my film of the year so far. Wow, it's been a it's been a decent start to the year as well. Yeah. So that's that's high praise. Fantastic, mate. Brilliant, brilliant. Action-packed week. Punk, you've been up to this week. Well, as always, I'm going to cheat because I'm not on every week, so mm. I can just name anything. Exactly. Uh, I actually started playing Nobody Saves the World. It's been sitting on Game Pass since the start of the year, and the Switch version, I think, came out either last week? Last week, yeah. Recently. Bought it. haven't played it. So I thought... About time I got playing it. It's been on the to-do list for too long, and it is brilliant. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah. You start off as this little, white, empty-eyed, hollow-eyed nobody, and you... A naked guy, isn't it? Yeah. You just wander about (laughs) slapping things. You don't know what you're doing. You're just... Well, you're in your element there, aren't you? (laughs) That's what he does on a weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I hate hedges. (laughs) Um, So... Yeah, you walk about, you talk to a few villagers, eventually you end up in prison, where most of us belong. Yeah. But, unlike most of us, when he's in prison, he has a magic wand, and with this magic wand, he turns into a rat. There's a tunnel at the back of the prison, and this helps him escape. Nice. No. The rat's not the only form you unlock, I think, a knight and an archer are, like, your first kind of forms. And when you level them up, it unlocks other forms, and then oh. onwards and upwards. So it's like a mini dungeon crawler. There's places around the maps. So it's quite basic, but it is brilliantly funny. I was struggling a bit, but then I just stopped and started leveling up. Not grinding, but getting character skills up. I, I, I don't want to give away too many forms, but one of them is a slug <laughs> that I unlocked. And I love it. It's a, <laughs> I unlocked a slogan. What the fuck am I meant to do with this? This is useless. It's a, there's salt everywhere. 
But <laughs> it ended up being like the best character to use. And then once you get higher up, you can mix and match the abilities and skills. So there's a lot to play with. So yeah, uh, if you fancy it on the Switch or Game Pass, it's there for you. I it's the um I I, I just purchased it because I purchased everything. It's the guacamole guys, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is it the only thing? <laughs> it looks like a Unity game is the only problem, and it's yeah. becoming a real thing. Yeah, I do. I I do like the art style. I'm looking at some some screenshots. Like some mm-hmm. of the art style, like especially like the location art. Yeah, really gives me like um uh Lucas Games vibes. Mm-hmm. They, it looks like Crashlands to me. Remember Crashlands? When you get it in motion, there's just something about it. And again, it's not a fault of the game. It, it feels yeah. like mobile game, which yeah. shouldn't be a dig, but I still use it as an insult. <laughs> but enough. yeah, I just a few genuine laugh out loud moments. The writing's fantastic in places and genuinely sucker punches you with directions it goes. So yeah, hopefully get it finished in future. I, I can't see it shit in the bed anytime between now and the ending. I'm about three quarters of the way through and it's just been a joy. Yeah. So so I've been balancing that with Kirby and Returnal, so it's been a healthy mix. Oh, wow. I've been getting my <laughs> healthy diet. And the other one I want to talk about, um, because I've been watching some Ghibli for some reason. Somebody's been playing on it. And I needed cheering up after a certain movie. So I went back to <laughs> uh, a comfort, a series, a still game, if anybody's watched oh, it before. Oh, yes. Yeah. Love, Love still, game. still game. So, <laughs> yeah, not in the best of moods after a, a certain movie ended. So comfort show, it's still on Netflix. <clears throat> Stick it on. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's, just, it's just timeless. Yeah. It's so good. I think it's, it's the closest it's thing we Scottish. have. Oh, sorry, Oodles. Yeah, it's a peak Scottish um, disdain, I think Mm -hmm. it's got. It's fucking Mm -hmm. brilliant. One thing for us, because there's like an Ulster Scottish like shared heritage between us, there's no culture shock. Anytime you go over to Scotland, you just slot in for for us. So I think the the sense of humour is definitely shared. Yeah. But as we were saying, like with Derry Girls, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of classic comedy on the market, mm. and this is your basic. You've got, you know, you've got Victor McDade, Jack Jarvis, they're retired, they've both lost their wives, they live in a block of flats beside each other, they've been childhood friends, they're currently in their golden years together, yeah. and they just get up to badness, they're still like children at times. <laughs> so you've not, got yeah. their <laughs> you've got their flats, you've got the shop, you've got the pub, so you've just got your your scenes, you know, the, the clansman is just yeah. Central Park. Except, yeah, funny. Except good. <laughs> there are scenes where they walk in and the barman's down there, Bobby. And, <laughs> oh, there's the two Ronnies. Uh, fuck you. Uh, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I think it's so good. People, I, I know people that have never watched it and they'll, they'll watch like um, Berniston yeah, and stuff like that instead. A lot of people, you'd recommend it and they yeah. kind of watch it and they. It's got the feel of an old, like old sitcom, as if it was. It's got a bit of Rab C DNA to it as well. Yeah, it's that only fools feeling formula yeah. that yeah. it's it's a lot older than it actually is. I think it's based yeah. off an old stage show. Yeah, it, 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 it came out of uh, chewing the fat. Yeah, chewing the fat. Um, the, uh, characters uh, from that. Show. 
Yeah. So they had a stage show, then they developed this series out of that. But again, can't can't be positive about something and not shitting it right afterwards. That's that's not my style. <laughs> it, they semi-finished up at one stage. I don't know which series it was exactly, but they brought it back again. And it, it, the later series are a bit Mrs. Brown's boys. They're not very good. No, um, they're really not. Because I think I think they stopped at seasons. I think they stopped after seven seasons, mm-hmm. and then BBC Scotland got them the back. Nine now or something like that. Yeah, got the, them back for another two seasons, one. and yeah. they'd been. I think there'd been one of the actors who'd played one of the ancillary characters that either died or didn't want to come back, so they got mm-hmm. in, it was his name, Methadone Mick or something like that. Yeah. And he's such a bloody annoying character. Um, Everybody it, it, has it was, a hint of truth to them. You had Tam in the series, and now there I is a Tam. horrible stereotype about Scottish people, because imagine that, but uh. that they're miserably tight. It's like every nation, every nationality has these stupid stereotypes. But they took that stereotype and they made the ultimate character out of it. Like, Tom <laughs> isn't just tight. Like, this is the bastard that could peel an apple in his pocket. Yeah, <laughs> superb. Like, the guy yeah. carries around Oxo in his pocket just in case somebody doesn't finish mince and he'll garnish it for himself. Yeah. yeah. Superb. There's a, there's, a, there's a great moment where I, th- I think he's planning his wedding or something like that. <laughs> And um and 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 the the stock convinced him. He said, "Well, you got to pay for this for the wedding. You got to pay for this for the wedding." And he's like, he looks like he's having an embolism because he's having to pay out all this money. <laughs> you just so, can relate. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I like being tight. It's good. Yeah, splashing out of Christmas. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going back to revisit it. Uh, it. As I said, it's all on Netflix. If you fancy catching some of it, I can't recommend it enough. Just classic, silly, light-hearted. It actually has a few heartfelt moments, which yeah. quite surprising. I just wanted to mention the guy that oh, runs the shop, do, 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 do. Naveed's the character, Sanjeev Kohli, mm. is a Twitter account to follow. Yeah. Uh, is he? Oh, really? such wordplay. <laughs> he's, he gets, he's one of those guys that half thinks of something and says, oh, there's a joke in there somewhere, and puts it up. Just one of those fantastic <laughs> comedic minds. But, uh, yeah, I think that's about all. It's just I'll kick myself later when I haven't mentioned something. Oh, we've got the Patreon bit for that. <laughs> we, got, we, we always we got do the that. Bit, yeah. Yeah. Might times I've got to the end and I've yeah. just gone, oh, fuck, yeah, I, I forgot to talk about this. <laughs> Ice is yeah. the only other character I wanted to bring up because she's fantastically nosy. Like, she would stick her head up your hole to see what you had for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, eyes yeah. is incredible. <laughs> it's been um, it's been doing the rounds on because I know you guys are not interested, but me and Stig are been doing the rounds on TikTok still mm-hmm. game. It's now a crude like the youngsters are like, what's this? It's hilarious. So I've seen it a lot on TikTok. It's one going, thing anybody that mimes along to old comedy routines, yeah, and it is the smug look of pleasure as if they fucking wrote and delivered yeah as if they yeah exactly exactly (laughs) fuck you I I want to beat you within an inch of your life with your own phone yeah yeah. miming can be good if the person who's miming is putting effort into what they're doing if they're kind of making a scene around it and using Mm -hmm. that audio fine it's when the people just stand there and mime it it is, and, and half the time they're not even synced up properly. I'm like, what? But you look down, they've got 1.2 million views. <laughs> yeah, you like, know the off. look I'm talking about when they've finished it, and it's just that half second of 
Yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You, you wouldn't like TikTok, mate. <laughs> no. <laughs> You'd burn it down to the ground. Trust me. One oh. week when, I, when I've got nothing to talk about, I'm just going to talk about TikTok. <laughs> yes, mate. What's I'm this all one about? about? TikTok life. Oh, so yeah, I want to are... see Punk doing the dances. <laughs> oh, no better man. <laughs> With the biggest frown on my face at the same time. Uh, yeah, so still game and nobody saves the world. Two things I wanted to bring up. Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you very much. No, Gadget. What have you got for us this week? Get away. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, host fight. Stop it. That's what the fuck I want to fight between you two. Let's oh, see that happen. Anytime. Can it be at night and with knives, please? Sure, absolutely. Yep, cool. I'm in. Still think Punk will win. Okay, I'm not, sure who, I'm not entirely not sure who sure really how, is the, uh, the the benefactor there. Really, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure how tall you are, Punk. To be fair, six one. Ah, you're one short uh, taller than me. So <laughs> that one, that's an advantage. And then I'll probably be wearing docks too. So yeah, I'll be wearing high heels. I've, he- I've heard how he deals with drunks as well. <laughs> <And a> dress. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Go on, anyway. Gadget. Yes, so uh, this this week I've got a lot to talk about, but we've got an announcement to make, haven't you? Yeah, we've all it's stuff we've all talked about before. So the first one, the big one, Elden Ring. I finished Elden Ring. It's done. <laughs> it Elden Ring. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> Shit in it. No, it's amazing. Uh, but yeah, so Oodles now going to do a spoiler cast on that at some point where we can gush about it in depth. But it's done. I've managed to get through the story. I've still got plenty like I can do. Like I haven't done New Game Plus yet, so I can go and do other stuff in the world. But I'm enjoying being able to take the disc out and just like have a little bit of a break. Throw it out the window. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no. Throw it out the window. It's it, it's incredible. I carefully place it in its box because I want to get it back out again at some point. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I did finish it in 69 hours though. So nice, nice, nice. <laughs> you beat it quicker than I did. Yeah, um, I did need Oodles well, for the last few week. bosses. <laughs> no, no. Time wise, like oh, right. <laughs> I'm on 37, but I think I'm nowhere near. I've come, I've only finished. I've only killed two main bosses. Yeah, I am, yeah, fuck, I am time fucking stick, around doing loads it. of different stuff. Don't yeah, but you see, that's what I was doing at the and start, and then rooms. I kind of yeah, uh, that's what I did at the start, and then when I kind of got to about the midway part of the game, like after got I'd beaten Ronaldo, it was just yeah. like. <laughs> no, I didn't get fed up, but I just kind of got really into the path it was taking me down. So I, yeah. I was doing less fucking around as I got further into the game. Mm. Yeah. Um, but no, I love it. It's it's gone at the top of my games of all time list. I I, I think it's it's more than game of the year. I think it's one of the true genuine gaming masterpieces. I think it's the best game I've played from that developer, and I've played I've all but one from software game. So I think that's yeah. their magnum opus. I think it's one of those games that in the future it'll be talked about in like the hush tunes that you talk about with like um, a link to the past and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like that level. Monkey it's a cultural puncher. milestone. Yeah, it's just it's so good. So it, I'm really happy, happy that I got to the it end. It has people who swore blind that they hate Dark Souls games yes. playing, playing it, it and enjoying it and still playing it 40, 50 hours in. And yeah. getting the kids so. to grind for them. No, that's why that's I did. <laughs> I know you are. Found an exploit in the game that gets you Fucking like 125,000 runes. And Callie was like watching me do it. And then she says, uh, Can I do that? And all you have to do is like jump off this cliff and just keep hitting the, I know exactly what the you swipe mean. button. And I went, Here you go there. And she's just there like yeah. pressing, pressing the swipe button. Can I do the other side? Yeah, if you press L, 
LB that does that side as well. <laughs> Apart from the time that she's like, can I jump off? And she no! didn't jump. She fell off and that kills you. You have to actually jump off. If you fall yes. off, you die. And I was like, there's 500,000 runes there. I was like, I hope it's like, luckily it was still on the edge of the cliff. I can't and I trust my kid with, with, with my game to grind because I'd, I'd, I'd come back. I'd come back and he'd beat the game. He'd platinumed it before I fucking got this. Better than me. <laughs> yeah, well, no either way, I'd, I'd, I'd had to have Oodles as help for the last few fights because mm. I'd, I'd built a glass cannon character and I was just getting absolutely wrecked by the last few bosses. But didn't we have a good time, though? It was emotional, we weren't like, it, we, 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 When we finally got the last boss after, like, 30 attempts, yeah. like, we both screamed down the microphone like it was the most <laughs> surreal moment. Because it was one of those things, because of the build that I had, and the build um, which ha- didn't have a lot of health but could output a lot of damage, mm-hmm. um, the boss is, the final boss, I'm not going to spoil it, but he's massive and he moves around a lot. Um, I the, If you've seen my Twitter or you've been in the Discord, you see I'm a big fan of this big fuck-off fuck laser um, magic attack. I'm working mm-hmm. towards it. <laughs> yeah, the... O- for me to get that to land, Oodles had to be in exactly the right place to trigger a certain attack that would keep him still for 10 seconds. <laughs> so it took us so many attempts to get to that point. And when we got it, it's just like I took half of his enormous yeah. health bar off in one move. And it, and then he, he's like, right, don't die. Just I'll deal with him. I was like, fine, I'll yeah. stay back. You, you were just circling the, <laughs> circling the arena going, go on. He's do- what, what, he, was, he was spotting me, wasn't he? Because I couldn't yeah. see the boss because I was up in its grill. And and he's like, right, he's doing this. I'm like, okay, running back. Yeah. We're just a proper team. But because when he summons me, I go down to his level, and I was at such like, this is not me. I can just stand there and not die normally. It was such a culture shock for me as well. It was a beautiful moment, mate. I'm glad yeah. we shared. Oh, it was fantastic. But yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in greater detail on the spoiler cast when Good. we get that recorded. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Moving uh, aside, I blasted through Arcane this week. The Legal Legends so anime. Good, I was not prepared for how good that we was. We fucking told you loads. <laughs> I know you told me loads, but you know when someone hypes something up, you think, oh, it'll be good, but it'll not doesn't, be that good. Doesn't trust us, does he? No, he doesn't no, trust me. Not as far as I can throw you is, to be fair. And I can throw Oodles pretty far. <laughs> really far. Because <laughs> he weighs about two stone. <laughs> um, but no, like me, me and Pip watched it through in like two evenings, and we were just utterly enraptured by it. Like It's, it's like an oil painting in motion. Mm-hmm. It's stunning. Mm. It, it it almost felt like in some shots as well um, that the uh, the people who'd made it had like played Disco Elysium and go, we can make a cartoon like that. Yeah. But See all the voice acting was great. The way the story was done was great. I actually gave a shit about League of Legends characters, which is not something that's ever <laughs> happened to me before. Um, I lost my virginity I, watching it. <laughs> I, I, I need season two, like, immediately. I, it's so, so good. good. Genuinely and have not heard a bad thing about this series. No, it's absolutely well worth watching. It is it, that series inspired me to pl- play those three matches I had on League of Legends. I'm like, no, <laughs> oh yeah, it, 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 not for me. The game's still trash, but no, the, se- the series shite. is so good. Um, I, there's, it's also got stuff in like like the, the the way they deal with like a certain character's kind of trauma mm-hmm. and kind of her mental state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so well done, and you can really appreciate it. Like, you can appreciate the trauma that she's been through, and like how she struggles to deal with it when on the outside she presents a facade. And I, I absolutely loved it. Um, and there's, there's, there's one, one of the characters in the first two episodes uh, when we were watching it, uh, Pip just immediately shouted, that's Oodles! Oh, the, that, I know exactly the, what you mean. Yeah, the skinny lad with the hair pulled back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Complaining about being wherever he happened to be. <laughs> yeah. 
So it, I, yes, I was uh, talking to my pal about it because um, he was fuck saying up, it you don't have be, pals. I do. I just have about three. Um, and you were saying it can't be better than Castlevania on Netflix. I went. I think it might be. I think it is. It's Castlevania I like Castlevania. First, don't... The first series wasn't as good as like series two and stuff like that. So like, like, like Castlevania is excellent and one of the like, the better animes that's be, that Netflix have yeah. made. But I enjoyed watching Castlevania. Yeah, I, isn't, isn't the, it the, mad? The, 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 there were points of there were points of arcane where I actually had to remember to breathe. Yeah, like, yeah. No, <laughs> like no, really I get that sucks completely. Sucks you in so much. It's it's crazy that we we, we don't all well we ne- never really get exceptional game movies, but mm-hmm. these game shows that keep coming through. It's like oh you fucking oh you peach. Oof. Happy, happy nice. for them to keep making this stuff. Yeah, is there mate. another one? Um, God, I can't remember what the name is. I've just jumped in there thinking no one. There's a, there's a Dota anime. There's a Dota oh, one, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Which is supposed to be all right. Reason, but yeah, I've heard it's, it's absolutely like seven out of ten material. Like, fa- and then the, like good, good enough to watch. And there's a Monster Hunter anime film, which was apparently good. a bit shite. Yeah, that's not good. But, I, but better than the Paul W.S. Anderson film. <laughs> <laughs> I just want that rumoured Devil May Cry one from yeah, the same guys who do it's Castlevania. Mm-hmm. So do I. Yep. Dante Virgil, give me, give it to me. And then there's apparently... A, the one the guy said he wants to do Devil May Cry, then he wants to cross over that with Castlevania. I can so. see it happening. Capcom versus Konami. Oof. Oh. Yeah. Any more gadgets? Uh, yeah, one more. Um, I finished Doom Messiah um, this week. My reread of it. Yep. And I don't know why I like this book as a teenager. I fucking hated <laughs> rereading it as an adult. Because uh, teenagers are the only idiots. reason. The only reason. I've, the only reason I've persisted with it is because so. As a, as a teenager, I read the Dune trilogy, so Dune, Dune Messiah, and Children of Dune. But I haven't read God Emperor of Dune, Heretics of Dune, and Chapterhouse Dune, which are the, the last, the back-end books. I haven't read those three. And I kind of wanted to, with the hype around the film last year, is to get them all read. And I finally read those three that I haven't read. So I'm going through to refresh myself on it. And like I say, I really liked Dune Messiah when I was a teenager. I don't mm-hmm. know why. It's terrible. My least it favorite is book. so slow and plodding. And fuck all happens until maybe the last five pages. And those last five pages kind of undo everything else that the book has done and kind of put you in a situation where, well, you could have ended the series here, mate. Why, why did you continue for another four fucking books? <laughs> you'll, you'll, oh. you'll, like, you'll like God Emperor, mate. It's, it's a complete... I know God Emperor goes fucking weird. I know, yeah, I know that it's much. Nice. It's nice. It's a nice book. But yeah, just the Frank Herbert has moments where he's a brilliant writer, and then there's other moments where it's just it's flowery language for the fucking sake of it. Mm. Like the set up this conspiracy at the very beginning of the book, with the whole point of the conspiracy was to try and assassinate Paul Atreides, and then the assassin doesn't turn up until the last thirty pages of the book. Like he just disappears from the book Spoiler completely. Alert for a forty-year-old book, guys. <laughs> is this... I say what he does, but he, like, he basically just doesn't turn up until the end of the book. And when he turns it's up, weird, they just it? have a conversation. Yeah, it's, it's just like so weird. It's like somebody kill somebody, please. I, I am. I am gonna. Have we, have we all read this? I've read all, all of them. You read it, punk? Are you not that bothered? No, or? I've uh, read the first three, but so I was. This is the one where oh, he's like. Becomes blind but can still see, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sad, yeah. Sad. I was just like, "Fuck off!" It gets worse. <laughs> it gets it gets a lot worse than that. Yeah, right? I, 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 yeah. Gen- genuinely, I, li- I I listened to the audiobook of June because I wanted to, I wanted to. I didn't have time to read it because my reading skills. I'm a very slow reader. Absorb it. Yeah. So I thought I'll listen to the audiobook. Mm-hmm. Listen to that. 
thought, oh, this is brilliant. Can't wait to see the film. Straight on to Doom Messiah. And I was just like, this is just draining the life out of me. But I'm going to see it through. And it just put me off the third one. I will get yeah. onto it, but I, I have it ready on my audio books. It just really sapped all enthusiasm. I did not like is it, it either. The, 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 there's a lot of stuff that like like major characters die off screen effectively. Like just a char- a character will walk in and say to Paul, "This person's died," and On that's way all that is dealt planet. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Uh, I know Paige. Far too much focused with Paul's young sister Alia being 16 and discovering that she's now becoming a sexual being. And yes. she's like, oh, no, 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 you creepy old American fuck. Why? And then she <laughs> got her period. <laughs> oh, no, it's just like, no, there's lots of Alia's heaving bosom throughout it. I'm like, no, she's I hate 16. That shit. It puts Stop me off it. the box. It makes me just... I'm really interested to see how Villeneuve, like, handles her character. It's it, 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 older. It, it's, well, well, no, thirty-seven. I mean, for, 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 well, yeah, for, Dune, for Dune itself, because she's supposed to be a two-year-old who has the f- uh, functional faculties of an adult. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah, it's either going to be incredible and perfect and exactly how it should be, or it's going to be Twilight Baby. Oh fuck! Are we going to play as bets now, or? I think he's going to change it up and have. Uh, I think he's going to make it older. I think she's going to be six or seven. So she, he can have, he can find an actress who can play the part and say yeah. what he needs to say in the correct tone, but still have it as a child. I think he's just going to find. Yeah, a really he's child. If he's really clever, it. he can make the, uh, the 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 jump cut longer than the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Oh, that's what I mean. I'd rather have. I, I think she, no I one's think the story's she, not going to be. I think she's going to be around it. six, seven, eight years old, somewhere yeah, around there, I agree, rather mate. than a two-year-old. Uh, but yeah, just just. Dune Messiah, it's just, it's the thing. What I'm glad is, it's the shortest one. It's 291 pages yeah. compared to the 600 something pages of Dune. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Emperor Dune's it, a way, it was way better. It's way better. Don't don't rest on that one. No, no, no I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm going to read something else next, and then I'll go into Children of Dune because that's the one where my memory's yeah. the least is fuzziest on it. Because yeah. the last one I read, <laughs> Children of Dune. Yeah, yeah. I, I know it's still it's not as good as the original, but <laughs> it, it's got to be better than Messiah. Fuck me, Messiah. It is. It is. It's way better. Um, and, and and the other thing, which I'll probably talk about in more detail another time, um, I did start another game after finishing Elden Ring. I started Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and I'm very much enjoying it. It looks nice, doesn't it? Heard some good reports seen... for co-op as well. Yeah, I haven't played co-op yet. I'm just playing it single player, mm-hmm. but it's very funny. It's very charming. Um, it's gone back to Tiny Tina as a as a as, as a teenager, as opposed to the adult Tiny Tina in Borderlands Three, mm-hmm. and she's a much more likable character as a result. Well, that's surprising because all those adverts on like Acast podcasts were <laughs> fucking annoying. Yeah, I, I know because all the D and D podcasts I listen to, including our own one, come up with that advert. Tiny <laughs> <laughs> Tina's Wonderland. <laughs> it's it another reason to go Patreon just thing. to avoid that. Yeah, well, it, it, it's also the fact that it is a D and D theme game. So when you're in the middle of a D and D podcast and you got Tiny Tina popping up, go and the dragon killed everyone. It's like, That's what? how I sound. <laughs> <laughs> that um, just changed suddenly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the um, it, it, it's a really fun game. It plays exactly like Borderlands. Like there's no, they haven't changed any of the mechanics to it. They've, it's got some some cute ideas, like you know, second wind is now death save stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, yeah. loot boxes are now d twenties that just float in the air, and you get a little loot out of them. It's it's really fun, and um, it's just full of puns. Um, so like the current quest I'm doing at the minute is um, called. 
uh, Thy Bard with a Vengeance. Which I'll, I wonder if his pun ratios on par with Dragon Quest. Higher. It has to be higher. It can't be. I don't I, know. Dragon I, um, Quest here, it was one night Everything's stand. pun. <laughs> yeah, uh, everything. And Will Arnett is having the best time playing the bad. I love Will Arnett. He's not a baddie he's, in real life, is he, that guy? He's not yet. No, 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 he's, I'm, he's allowed, I'm allowed to love him, aren't I? Yeah, 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 you love him. One of my favourite voice lines he comes up with is a moment you, you're destroying some catapults that are assaulting a city, and he just pops up, his voice line pops up and goes, do you know how many goblin hours it takes to build one of those catapults? I'm creating jobs here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it. It, that's the level of humour, and it works really well. So it's it's worth, but it's not perfect. It's janky as fuck in some places. And if you, I'm playing it on PS5, you don't need the PS5 version. It does not. It's not got next gen graphics. It's mm-hmm. got definitely got last gen graphics. Some oh. of the character models are rough. But save yourself some money. Exactly, but it's a lot of fun. Cool. Excellent. Right, me. Mine's a bit, bit quicker than you guys. Um, first thing, I've I fell into another YouTube rabbit hole, guys. Oh no. Yeah, oh, it's not it's not sexy this one. Um, have you ever it's, heard of? It's not spot popping, is it? No. Have you ever heard of camping with Steve? No. I, I see. Is that a euphemism? No, no. It's literally. A, it sounds like a euphemism. Yeah, it, it really like does. A friend of Dorothy kind of thing. <laughs> Can you I'm put that on Steve YouTube? Camping. <laughs> so Steve Wallace. Um, I mean, it's some of his videos of. So some of his videos have got to like 1.5 million views. Um, it's stealth camping. Do you know what stealth camping is? No. Also sounds like a euphemism. So stealth camping is something, uh, basically, he's a, he's a Canadian guy, and he goes and camps in places. Like, for instance, he camps uh, behind a Home Depot, which I'm led to believe is like a and q um, He camps in the centre of a roundabout. <laughs> Do you know the island on a roundabout? In right. all the and all the bushes, and he camps behind a bus shelter and stuff, and it's all about camping. It's kind of a public service, like if you were kind of homeless, but or just you want want to get away, but you don't want to go too far into the wilderness. Like you can camp out in urban environments without being disturbed, and it's just fucking fascinating. So, um, it like the one where he camps in a roundabout. I'm like, this is fucked up because what if a car just fucking collides into a roundabout? Bear in mind, he was saying he's in Canada. He goes, we've only just got. Round of, round of boots in um, Canada. So I don't know if people know how to use, utilize them. And you should see all the people driving around the round of boots. <laughs> they can't do it. Like uh, in the curb and stuff. Griswold, just going round and round and round and round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I worked exactly. with someone who did drive through a roundabout. She <sighs> literally just drove straight through the middle of a roundabout one morning. Yeah. Absolutely so nuts. What, what, what he does, he's like, he like, he, 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 he does all this stealth camping with one backpack. So he's, he's not homeless or anything. He's, he's got a fucking GoPro on him and 1.5 million views per video. He's, he's not homeless. He'll park up in a 24-hour car park close by. He'll, he'll do it at dusk. So if someone sees him going into he puts an iVis vest on wherever he goes so people think he works. It, apparently, his, his tactic is if you're all the bin liner and high-vis, no one's going to disturb you wherever you are in the world, <laughs> which I, I kind of believe that if you... Or he's just a litter picker or something like that. You can imagine that being fine. I, I've if you drove s- past somebody like that, you'd be like, okay. Yeah, I've seen TikToks and YouTube videos of people mm-hmm. just putting on high visits and walking around and getting into yeah. places that they yeah. shouldn't do because yeah. people just think, oh, they've got a hard hat on and some gear. Yeah, high visits are powerful. They just, like, yeah, they just ignore them and think that they're, part of, they're meant to be there. He calls yeah. it his invisibility cloak. So he just walks around. So he's waiting. He, he, obviously, it's around a, around a boot in. Canada, because that's how he keeps saying it. I like I like saying it how he says it. 
Our two and, um, Canadian listeners are going to be furious with you. I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be. And and he's, he's like, right. So he's walking around, pretending to pick up litter. He's actually, even though he's pretending to pick up litter, he's picking up litter. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, he's actually doing a public service. And then as soon as there's no cars, he jumps in, climbs in, gets his backpack out. He's got a hammock. He's got a little stove. He's got food. And he just sleeps there until morning. <laughs> and that's what I'm addicted to. It's really good. It's a lot better than what I'm describing. Trust me. It's just dead interesting. It's called Steve Wallace Camping with Steve. But the main thing I've done this week, brace yourselves. Guys, I'm a PC gamer now. What? Welcome to the PC. Master Race, brother. <laughs> I've been playing Steam Final Hentai. Fantasy VI. Oh. <laughs> Final Fantasy VI, so a game 30 years old. <laughs> I've been <laughs> I am a PC gamer. I've been playing the Pixel Remaster. I'm sure you've seen some of my images on Twitter. and noticed in the discard when it pops up i didn't realize it pops up saying it does but you're on steam i'm like oh no they're gonna find out <laughs> when you've deliberately connected your steam to your discord it doesn't yeah, happen by accident so years sneaky. ago mate i did it years <laughs> ago like proper ages ago when i went the very old old discord and this game's absolutely incredible i know the original game's absolutely incredible now i think it's probably only punk that's played that game mm, a lot in this group a lot, yeah. Now, I, did, I I had the I had the old Steam version of it, and I tried playing for half an hour. What is on. it? Well, bear in mind again at the well at the time it was about a twenty five year old game, mm-hmm. and my up to date at the time PC did not leg like running it. Really? Slow frame rates on a SNES game, fuck's sake! <laughs> a phone game, wasn't it? It was apart from the phone yeah, game. Yeah, it was apart from the phone game. It, but now, it, this... it basically it basically ran like a bag of spanners on a proper PC. And like SNES nine X is free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get that, just get that. This one is a part of the Game Boy Advance game with the uh, updated uh, dialogue and translation, which, in my my opinion, is the best translation. Fixes this game quite a bit of cheese too, which I'm sure you're not happy about. I know, mate. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, have to play it but, now. Yeah, I can't. I can't do some skips and stuff like that. <laughs> I can't. I can't X zone the fuck out of all the bosses. But, um. It's just so crisp. It, they call it the Pixel Remaster, and I get it. It's it's pixel for pixel perfection. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like you play games like of it of its ilk, like Chrono Trigger and stuff like that. This is borderline better looking than that. I think Chrono Trigger's got a really strong art style in comparison. Yeah, but it's like the I don't blend of Dragon like, Quest and Final Fantasy. Yeah, together. it just it's perfect, isn't it? But this, what what Final Fantasy VI does for the genre. I think it changed the genre, and people always think of Final Fantasy VII as the thing that changed the genre, but six gave it like pathos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You care about these little fuckers, and and you start off, which was massive back then. You start off as a girl, what a female! Oh my god, main character, and then it turns out there is no main character in this this game. It's it's got the best cat. There's no like arbitrary job system. It, it's a bit like nearly every character's kind of like an open book for you to mm-hmm. delve into, but they all have the specific abilities that makes them viable yeah. in combat. Like, Stig, you won't like it. It's turn-based. <laughs> it's old school as fuck. Uh, there's grinding. Got to do it. Because there was always that problem with old RPGs. You'd get, what, six, eight characters, but you'd only <laughs> ever use three or four. Exactly. This splits up the cast and has it different chapters. It it's it's yeah. so well done. And then seven came out and just farted in everyone's face, and they loved it. 
Yeah, and people forgot about six. I was like, come on, six is better. I, I <laughs> still think six seven, is a better game. Seven definitely punished that habit of people that would have of like only leveling up like a handful of characters. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember the first time I finished Final Fantasy VII, getting to that last Sephiroth fight. And yeah, um, you got split say, up. <laughs> yeah, you go, oh, all of a sudden you need six people to do this fight. I'm like, uh, they're all really low level. Oh, <laughs> shit. I don't play as you fear. I don't, I don't know how to do it. I don't play as you fear, you fear Sid. <laughs> you should play as Sid. You should always play as Sid. Always. Never. But yeah, with this game, obviously the game's perfection anyway, but the actual part and the, the remaster of it has got the, some of the best quality of life add-ons to it that I, I just didn't expect. Like in the UI, where you can just completely like switch gear and pop it on someone else without fucking about, because the old UI was so old, mm-hmm. and now they just make it modern. And the fact that quick saving's a thing—you can quick save seconds before a boss. Do you know what I mean? That's a massive, thing, especially in some of the massive dungeons that it's got, and you can alleviate grinding by auto battle. And what auto battle does, gadget you'll remember. Gambits. Remember Gambits from FF12? Yep. Uh, yep. It's a bit like that. Or just give them some basic behaviours. Give them some basic behaviours and mm-hmm. leave them to do your thing. You can, you can walk away. Fantastic. It'll even walk around the map for you. Excellent. It's very Self-grinding. I like, I like automating the work out of the game. <laughs> a game that plays yeah, itself, yeah. that's exactly what you want, yeah. <laughs> that's not I like great Shadow mechanic. Legends all over again. <laughs> I auto battled on uh, Dragon Quest Eleven every now and again. Yeah. There's just nothing, nothing wrong with it. Not, not in the big it. fights. In the big fights, I You can't play. do it in bosses. It doesn't let you out no, in bosses, I don't think. No, it does on Dragon Quest on the S edition. Oh, you it? just, I just didn't. Oh, yeah. I, I always turned it off so I could choose my my attacks. Yeah. When you're going around the map, though, and you just jump, you're just fighting yeah. random monsters. I was just like, yeah, auto battle. Cause just... Until a metal slime turns up and you shit yourself. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, metal slime. metal slime yet. Oh, we really? should get back you to that game. Elden Ring, metal just, slash man. Elden Ring is just getting in the way of everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's why Gadget did yeah. that. But yeah, that's, the, that's, that's why it's all I've played for the past seven weeks. That's why I've yeah, been last playing it off. Yeah. <laughs> last thing I want to say about this pixel remaster is the most famous scene in Final Fantasy VI for most people is the opera scene. Everyone's heard of it. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> um, they've completely uh, redone it. It's got no way. Uh, it's got voice acting in that scene. It's 3D and it pans around and it's fucking beautiful and it gave me a little tear. And bit of a chub. It's just a little bit of a chub. And it's just perfect. And they've done one thing because I thought Final Fantasy VI was really easy back in the day. Like, mm. like Punk says, you could cheese the fuck out of it. This game's tougher. Ooh, it's tougher. But in the, in the best possible way. But if you're on the fence, I got it from like CD keys for like, Fucking six quid or something like that. I can't remember. I got it cheap. Now I'm a PC gamer. What else is there to play? Everything. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. Just yeah, that's mold some cockerels into it. It's the natural. I, I, I know. Re- really, just really quickly, I've started playing this uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. It's exceptional. I, I, I play a little bit every night when I'm in bed. Oh, best place to play. It's been nice. It's been nice, and everything, everything's been fine. I've been chatting to these girls. And like my wife was sat looking at it and kind of reading, it and then something fucking happened. I don't want to discuss what happened. I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah, you, you had to, you had to turn. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh I'm saving this. I'm, I can't play it next to her. I can't do it. I can't. Also, I'm so, so embarrassed. Don't, also, don't play it before bed. No, I got fucking oh, no. scared. Do. 
Oh my god, so I want to sleep again. Jesus. <laughs> Until I finish that, I'm not going to discuss that at length. Fuck me, that game. Ooh. Ooh. And it's Don't on Switch, it and it's a couple, of, a couple of quid on Switch. Get it as well. But yes, let's move on to the main topic. And we've got a guest host for the main topic Punk. All you, baby. Yes, new host. Hello. Sorry to Hello. break it to you. Hello. Yes, so, uh, dead big punk questions. I'm going to ask questions. You're going to fucking answer them. This sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, we should explain why we're having to do this, because people welched on being on the show. I thought it's because you didn't like any of the ideas I put forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got five questions here. I shall ask them. I am going to answer them because I've got somewhat of an ego problem. And it also buys a bit of thinking time for your usual hosts. Happy enough, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to do like a rotating system of who answers, but I think we'll just do who actually has one first, just in case anyone needs more thinking time, if you're happy enough. Mm -hmm. Is that fair, Stig? I know you're a man for rules. (laughs) Sounds all right. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. Well, (laughs) thinking caps on, gentlemen, I want to know what your most prized possession was as a child and what happened to it. Happy enough with that? Do you want me to repeat it? No, I like that. I like that. I like it. Stig? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what it was. Grand. (laughs) Yes. So I will prattle on while these handsome gentlemen think to themselves. I had the Ecto-1 car from Ghostbusters. Not only the fucking car. I had the full cast. Benkman, Ray, Winston, Egon. I even had a Slimer. I think he sat on the roof. Wow. I fucking love this thing. I still try to work out why kids love Ghostbusters so much at that stage because it was not a movie for kids. But no, but the cartoon was. It's a film for smoking adults I and remember ghost the movies. I don't think I've seen that much of the cartoon. <laughs> See, I, 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 I remember because because I had a lot of the Ghostbusters toys when mm-hmm. I was a kid. But I, I remember it was because I watched the cartoon. Um, I the didn't real actually see the, Yeah, the real, yeah, the real Ghostbusters. I didn't see the films until I was like fifteen or something like that. Oh, so I watched them oh. way too young. I was the other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. I didn't. I didn't watch the cartoon when it was coming on. I knew mm-hmm. it existed. But I'd watched the films and. The first, I remember watching Ghostbusters one and two, and then oh, my, my older brother saying, "Look, there's there's a cartoon. Watch it." I'm like, "Egon doesn't look like that." Watching, <laughs> yeah, he was right. blonde. He was not my the Egon because it was even the same <laughs> after the mask came out, and then there was an animated series. Well, yeah, that the movie wasn't for kids. But I will get back to the actor one because one fateful day, I was playing with oh. it in the back of the car, and some gobshite spawn of one of my dad's friends grabbed the mini effigy of Dan Aykroyd and threw it out the sunroof. What? What the fuck? Yeah. Now, we were going down the motorway at the time, and knowing my old boy's driving habits, we were at least going 100 miles an hour. So Dan Aykroyd was gone. He was obliterated. So I was upset. I was a sad little punk. So They were good as well. I loved Ray. I grabbed my Acto-1 and smashed it into this kid's face. And um, don't know what happened. It shows to him. up on white really well. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I still remember this 
that if you're listening, cunt. And if I find you again, <laughs> I'm going to fuck you out of the sunroof at 100 miles an hour down the motorway. <laughs> so, yes. gentlemen, has anybody got an answer for me? Yeah. Oodles, yeah, have. we'll have you first. I don't know if you count it as possession, but it was an outfit. Mm-hmm. I, I possessed it, I suppose. Well, if it's something you loved as a child. It's, yeah, mate, I was obsessed with anything. it. Um, remember Thunderbirds? I do. I had the uniform. Um, <laughs> it probably still fits. As you can, it probably does. As you can imagine, I was just as skinny as I was when I was six <laughs> years old. Um, and I had this Thunderbird outfit on with the hat and everything. Mm-hmm. I looked like an air, host, air hostess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I look like Britney Spears in Toxic Video, basically. Uh, and um, I were obsessed. Like, these, thinking back, like my stepdad used to, he was obsessed with his big camcorder and stuff for Christmases and birthdays. He mm-hmm. always used to film the whole thing. So a lot of the memories, me watching those videos, you know what I mean? I know it sounds strange, that, but sometimes you f- fragment your own memories, don't you? Yeah. Um, and I, I was always doing the puppet movement when I was wearing it and stuff like that. And I was... <laughs> I'm so embarrassed by this. <laughs> <laughs> and I wa- we were walking to what we used to call non-food Asda back then. I'm, I'm sure it's been rebranded to Asda Living nowadays, mm-hmm. but back then it was Asda where you couldn't get food from, so we called it non-food Asda. Catchy. <laughs> where I live. Oh, yeah. And I was going in, and was, I was looking for a Master System game because I, I was close to Christmas. I had, I had a new uniform on, and I had some money from a Master System, so I was looking for a... Um, oh, I think it was... Uh, Alex Kidd, I think I was looking for that because um, I didn't have the mass system too where it was built. Mm. And I was walking around, non-food Asda. If you watch on YouTube, you'll know what I'm doing, doing the puppet marionette stance. Yes, we have a string and up. One of the, <laughs> and the first time in my life I heard this, the security, the security guard or someone that worked there, look at that little fucker. Doesn't it look fucking stupid? And my little face, you know what I mean? Like blew my mind. Like, oh. Oh, no. He didn't have an Irish went, accent, oh. did he? No, no, he didn't. <laughs> and my mum, my mum was like, "Ah, oh, ignore him," which is weird for my mum because she's usually agreeing with him, yeah. <laughs> smacking me around head like, "Yeah, he is." And I remember rushing home because we didn't live too far away from it after I'd got Alex kid, mm-hmm. and rushing home and and binning it, and then waking up the next like I'd, I'd been it without telling my mum, and back then it was bins were. It wasn't wheeler bins, it was mm. fucking bins that men used to lug over the shoulders and chuck it away and stuff like And it must have been bin day because it was gone. And next morning I woke up so, like, bereft, like, why, have, why do I care what people think? Like, at six-year-old having this crisis, I, this identity yeah, but crisis. for a six-year-old to have that because the reaction of some cunt. Yeah, was, yeah, it, it really was. There, I was just enjoying life. Yeah, there was no need to say that. Was... Yeah, and I remember waking up like... Oh, it's in the bin, Mum. Can I? Have it? She went. Bins have been emptied, and it was like Toy Story. You know, mm-hmm. Toy Story Two with the, with the. It's too, it's too late. It's too late, and I'll always remember. Like oh, that's one of the worst moments of my early life. I was like, I was so like pissed. I mean, I was like, I'm not getting you another. <laughs> that's just how my, that's how my mum rolled. I'm like, you're not, you're not having another one. And by the time the next Christmas came out, I wasn't into Thunderbirds anymore. So, yeah, that was a big one for me. I know it's not f- really funny, but. It, yeah. it, it changed me. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. People are, like an adult size one, please. People are cons. 
Call back. He's <laughs> the adult size first. Well, it's going to be Sting, a, gadget. I couldn't um, count on this with you on here. You're you're not going to get monetized. <laughs> I do apologize now. It's fine. Unless gadget spends about half an hour making bleep noises. Beep beep. beep. No, this is why we have Patreon. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I was struggling to think of anything that wasn't just a standard toy which eventually got thrown out or, mm-hmm. um, or a console which we had to sell to get the next console. One of the only things mm-hmm. I can think of was um, I'm not even into Formula One. I just <clears throat> I was just given this a Formula One Lego set, mm-hmm. like one of those proper, like real. Like, That's still fucking cool, though. Proper isn't it? good ones <laughs> that like. It wasn't just like a norm, like a standard one. It was like the you know the next model up one that are a bit more yeah. advanced. Uh, I spent fucking ages building it. It was like mm. I loved it. Like sat there on my windowsill uh, again, not into Formula One. And then one day, I got an argument with my brother, and he just put his fist through it. And you and your brother, um, that was it. That was gone because I collected the pieces. <laughs> I didn't have the. Instructions anymore? Fuck. Yeah, couldn't figure out how the fuck it went back together, and it was you just, just become normal Lego then. Yeah, just had to take it apart, <sighs> and it was just like there goes my Formula One card spent fucking ages building because he decided he'd put he got it, get in a rudge and slam his fist on it. I'm hoping very a rudge. I haven't heard that in years. <laughs> to be fair to him, um, even though he'd done it, he was like ridiculously apologetic, like immediately. <laughs> it wasn't like he understood. It wasn't like he smashed it and then went out. And then later on, realized he like immediately was just like sorry. He's he trying to didn't feel and... bad. He was just worried about the payback. Probably. Yeah. I Mom hope and Dad pissed in his bed or something. No, no, no. I probably, I've pro- probably got him back by, you know, um, <laughs> telling Mum and Dad on him on something. I'm sure, but Mummy, Daddy. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's the only one I could kind of think of. Other than my hamster, that was sad. Did he Did, punch your hamster? No. <laughs> My hamster. Um, it, the I, hamster never I, came out again. I had, I had a hamster for seven years. It lasted. Oh, good for good hamster. It lasted seven years. Uh, and, and it wasn't a replacement job. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. My brother went to uh, five hamsters in that time. Like not like just because he didn't look after them. Or just like, punched I just, them. Yeah, yeah probably. Like silence yeah. the fucking lambs in your house. But um, Push no, I just, it was one of those ones where, you know, they usually come out at night, don't they? You're lying in bed and you can hear them scratching around at night. Mm-hmm. They're the worst pets in the world. And I, and I was lying there one night and I just thought, I've not heard that in a long t- in a few days now. Like, it's been a while since I've heard him move around. And I went to check on him and sure enough, he was there like proper stiff as fuck. Like, what? Like, he'd been there a good few days before I'd realised. <laughs> Lord. Bless him. But yeah, it was good. He was a good hamster. <laughs> But yeah, well, uh, that was a good hamster. Thank you for he that. He was a steak. good hamster. Although animals are not possessions, you're horrible. <laughs> yeah, gadget, you beautiful bastard. What have you got for me? Um, I actually, so I was thinking about this because like, I was, I was going to say I had a massive Lego collection. I think that might have been probably the closest thing when I was a child, mm-hmm. child. But I still actually do own my most prized possession, which I got when I was a teenager. Um, and you can see the headstock of it behind me. So <laughs> the first guitar I ever had, I still own. Nice. Um, what is it? Which was a it's a Black Squire Strat that oh, my dad. Classic. So my 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 dad wanted has always wanted to build his own guitar, mm-hmm. and he got this book this guy uh, by this guy called Mervyn Hiscock, um, which is like the definitive guide on how to build an electric guitar. 
Um, but one thing my dad struggled with was coming was uh, working out the measurements on the fretboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what he did was there was a lad that he worked with whose son had stopped playing guitar. Like he'd gotten like a a starter starter kit for for the guitar when he was a a lot younger. Played it for about a month and then gave up on it. It just sat gathering dust. And mm. my dad bought it off him for fifty quid. So he had a basically a guitar to measure against. And I, rem- I remember it was one summer holidays. I was fourteen or fifteen. I just kind of picked it up and started plinking. And it's still one of the nicest guitars I've ever owned. I like a Squire. I think they play well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's an early nineties one as well. So it's actually more comparable to a Mexican str- Mexican Fender rather than yeah. a like in the late nineties. Squire moved their factory from Japan to Korea. You got them shitty the ones that you bought dropped. from Argos and stuff like that. <laughs> really it's, bad yeah. ones. But this one, it's really good. Um, I've customised it a fair bit. I've put humbuckers in it. I've put some custom wiring in it. Um, it's got one of the thinnest, fastest necks of any guitar I've ever played. Like That's why I learned how to play metal on. Like I learned how to play like Master of Puppets on that. Mm-hmm. You, you were dropping D shred. on a Squire. <laughs> I was dropping C when I needed to. Like I, I was going <laughs> really low tuned on it because I blocked off the tremolo as well. So like yeah. I could drop tune on it. Um, and I learned how to play metal on it. I remember, when, um, <laughs> I remember when the Darkness's first album came out, and that's just when I was getting into the point of learning lead guitar. So that album became my my like I learn all the songs. I learn how to solo not a one on it. Hit wonder either. No, percent a one hit wonder. I remember. So because this guitar had sat in this guy's house for so long, like the the back of the neck had basically gained like a. A film of like because people had smoked in the house and stuff like that. Yeah, um, grease, a, a bit of grease on the back. And uh, I remember when I learned how to play. I believe in a thing called love, which has you moving a power chord up four or five frets uh, in the chorus. And I remember I played that so so much. I remember looking at the back of the neck once, and I'd worn away the grind with my <laughs> I thumb. Remember that? <laughs> I was just like, I should clean this now. Uh, I but did yeah, that on my so Gibson. I. So I'll 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 get I'll get some pictures to put in the Discord of it because it's currently buried under a load of stuff right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's the first fen- first guitar I've ever owned. It's Squire Strat and it's lovely and it's got a nice relic to it because some of the paint's chipped off over ye- over the years. And yeah, I love it. It's been and you with haven't me- lost it. Haven't lost no, it. No, I'm it's glad been at least one of us everywhere I've lived it. since I was. Yeah, a exactly. I just think at least one of us has got a good story. Although it has reminded <laughs> me of some, it has reminded me of something. If that's all right, and it's not massive or big or anything, but it's mm-hmm. something that my mum gave me years and years ago. And it's actually where my internet moniker Stigweed came from and Stig. And she just, it's literally just a little plaque of where my name came from, what the word, where Stuart comes from, mm-hmm. what it means and everything. Literally kept that since I was like 11 years old. Oh, yeah. Like, See, that's the sort of thing I was aiming for. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I only just thought about when Gadget had said, like, I've still got this. And I was thinking, oh, what have I got? That? I was racking my brain thinking, what have I still got? And that's mm-hmm. the only thing I could think of that I've, I've kept, never thrown away. <laughs> Need need to put it in a, a new frames, but yeah. Let's take it behind oh. you. Get it on the webcam. Um, mm, yeah. Usually, I used to on my my altar where my computer used to be, but I haven't put any of the swing stuff. <laughs> yeah, I haven't put any of the stuff back on the wall yet. Well, will we walk, isn't it? Move on to the next question. Is everybody happy enough? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Good. Because if you thought the last one was fucking morbid, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> have you killed a man, <laughs> gentlemen? I have news to break to you. Each one of you, one of three, are dead as fuck. I'm sorry to bring this to you, but it happens. Now, thankfully, it happened quite a bit in the future. So, we all lived fantastic lives, rode everything that moved, and got famous. But, death comes to each of us. 
But the thing about death is it's fucking depressing. So in a way to kind of boost up people's mental well-being, funerals aren't a thing anymore. Uh, They play one song and dump you in a hole. Kick you out quick. So I want each of you to pick your song you get fucked in the hole to. And why? (laughs) Walk of life by Dire Straits. (laughs) It's got it straight away. Yeah, didn't even need thinking time for that. Nope, just I, I just I just think it's such a cheery sounding song about a, about a busker who plays in the London Underground. I think that would be perfect. <laughs> Mint away, and and just everyone will leave the funeral going do 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 through the tears. <laughs> yeah, through the tears. <laughs> and, and and you know people will positively remember. Me. You know he did have the action. He did have the motion. Oh yeah, the boy could play. He's got the move. <laughs> yes. Well, my oh, pick wow. was going to be for similar reasons. I was trying to think of. The catchiest song that even if you didn't want to hum it on the way home, you would be anyway. You would be. I don't know if you've ever heard Shantitty Town by Sycamore Smith. It's a yes. fantastic song, but Tokay from Streetlight Manifesto does a cover. And it's oh, one right. of the rare occurrences where I like a cover more than the original. Because it is mm. hyper. I'm sure we'll get Gadget to insert it. Oh, if that's doable. I wouldn't like to push it is even doable. more fucking work on the only person that does anything on this fucking show. <laughs> Mr. Excuse me. I do the artwork, me. fucking clip art on a template the candy made. Look at me. And excuse me. Yeah. Yes. What? What have you got for me, Stuart? I'm in the template, what, actually. What, what do I do? What do you do, Mr. All Patreon? Your, your, I do the editing what? on the Patreon. Sticking five extras. minutes of music on the end of everything. That's my touch. I do do you not fucking do you that. get copyright claims. I don't do that. I cut up more coughs than Gadget does. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and it's not, it's hey, not me go. either. Let's it's not go, me. Gadget. Come on. <laughs> it's not me either. It's his own coughs. I know, I'm only joking. Who the fuck invited this? Come on. Madame Rosie and her crack crew run the house of glory through this getting rave reviews. Rosie never closes, though it ought to be a sin. She's a very busy gal, but she can't squeeze you into shanty town. Oodles, what would your song be as they throw you down the hole? I, I've, I've, I've had this in my head for years. It's more for shock value and just... Oh, it's going to be Enter Shikari, isn't it? <laughs> Fuck. <No. laughs> Fuck like a beast. No. In the end by Lincoln idea. Park. <laughs> no. I always wanted um, Black Metal by Venom. Mm-hmm. Just because it, it doesn't belong in a church or wherever I'm going to be buried. Oh, no. Th- this is just a nondescript Why hole. Why not just go for Countess Bathory while you're at I it? I could, but I just want to lay down my soul to the gods rock and roll as I'm being shooted down and, and, and just all the, like... Like the people going, oh God, what is this? What is this? I just want that. I want that. I want people. Oh, what is this? Because people always have like really nice songs, and I'm not down for that shit. <laughs> fucking get some fucking venom on. Do it. And Stig, what would you want in the last five minutes of your life? Uh, well, the first five minutes of his death. Avril yeah. Lavigne, skater boy. I will see you uh, later, boy. <laughs> Udus is right though. Like the only thing I could think of was like sad songs, but I don't want to give a sad song if we're just getting thrown into a ditch. It's a uh, whole. Everyone does anyway. You don't got a choice. Uh, well, I'm gonna get burnt. 
Um, stick me to I don't a think stick. It's called burning. <laughs> it's gone into the burning chamber. And it yeah. burns, burns, burns. <laughs> the stig of fire. Yes. Stig's now on fire. Do you know what? I know this is going to sound so fucking trite and and yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the you'll never walk alone because I just really want to annoy people who aren't Liverpool fans one last I'm time. Coming. I'm not coming to your funeral. <laughs> One last time, you have sure to there's see Everton fan hear, invited. Yeah, you have to hear what you'll never walk alone, and you can't get angry about it because it's my death. Do you know <laughs> what? I've been to three funerals with that song. So well, the other one, the other one, I the originality was, was um, I don't care about originality. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> what do I give a shit? He's about? a Liverpool fan. What does he care? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did think about "Blaze of Glory" by Bon Jovi. Just about being shot down in a blaze of glory. Yeah, that's better than you'll never walk alone. Not a, not the, as a song. I mean, it's just better at a funeral because I've never heard that at a funeral yet, and I've been to quite a few, which is worrying. Yeah, my auntie who passed away recently, uh, she had "Come on, Eileen" as her song. She was just please tell me your name were Eileen. Please. No, no, no. She just like was just one of her oh. favorite songs that she liked to like sing and dance to it. It's a banger like, at weddings and things. So. It's a banger. It was just, it was just different to have this upbeat, yeah, like a kind of happy upbeat song playing at the end of the funeral. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm more into that than something a bit like "Angels" by Robbie Williams. I've heard that so much. Oh god, that's one of that. When when my <laughs> when my ex wife's great grandmother died, um, the funeral this the song that her grandmother picked because the two of them had like a fractious back and forth relationship kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um and uh, the great grandmother really liked the Bee Gees. Staying alive. So please no. <laughs> no, 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 because because they'd had an argument not not long before Mona had died. So she, so the the pick there, you win again. <laughs> I, I remember I remember at the time like I was having to clasp my hand over my face. I and like, so. like my ex wife's like elbowing me in the shoulder going Shh, Stop it, stop it, stop it. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't. This oh, is fucking, fucking fun. funeral laughs. There is not a force alive will stop that. Because I was, was trying to think was of one. the worst song you could play at a funeral. And what is that? The Rock the Boat song? <laughs> just, the boat just to get everybody out of the aisles and sitting up the middle of the church. <laughs> I was at my. Um, oh, love train. Oh, time warp. Love train, yeah. Get people doing the time warp at the funeral. There you go. I'm going to change my to time warp. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I was at my cousin's funeral last year, and it's a proper COVID funeral, you know, where everyone's masked up mm-hmm. in and out like McDonald's. And I was like, I was talking to Matt because I went with my mum, believe it or not. And um, I was like, what, what did he do as a job? And she went, oh, you were JCB driver. And I went, oh, imagine if his, if his funeral song's JCB song. And it happened. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> I like that. My mum's going, fucking shut up. Stop laughing. <laughs> fucking going, I say, once you get a tickle of a laugh at a funeral, you are oh, fucked. Fuck. <laughs> People tell me all the time, stop smiling at the way. Like, I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Well, has anybody got another pick, or will I move on to the next question? Move along. I wasn't looking for permission, you cunt. <laughs> I don't like that word. I know. I love He's going it. to keep saying it until you say it, then he'll stop. Yeah, that's normally it how it means goes. different in your country, though. It means something that's a term of endearment where I you live. I am part of the UK, you scoundrel. <laughs> Can we click that, please? Can we click that? 
for tax Proud reasons, members, I am part of the UK. Um, <laughs> the next question, I want to know, what is the piece of media, can be TV show, movie, music, book, whatever, you would recommend to everyone, but nobody ever takes you up on the offer? They ignore your recommendation. Uh, Do you want me to go over that? Are you happy enough? Yeah, you you go first. Okie doke. The one I always recommend, and I I love this fucking show. I've talked, I've definitely talked to Gadget about it before. Is the Venture Brothers? Oh yes, this is a show, and I feel it speaks to me. It has offbeat humor. You don't know the references sometimes. You know what they're hinting at. You have to go and fucking Wikipedia it later. I say. Wow, that was a brilliant joke, and I'm a thick bastard for not getting that. <laughs> but if you haven't watched it, Venture Brothers started off as like a pastiche of Johnny Quest. So you had the scientist and his family traveling the world with their bodyguards, except this doctor wasn't world-renowned or famous. He was the son of a doctor that was world-renowned yes. and famous, and a bit of a fuck-up. His kids grew up on like this estate that used to be a fucking world-famous compound, but now is empty. So they haven't talked to any humans basically their entire life. So they are socially awkward, just not qualified for real life. And then you've got the bodyguard, who is brilliant, who is the most highly skilled (laughs) part of a secret government that solves every problem that comes his way with murder and hyperviolence. And the kind of shit Tarantino wishes he could dream up. And to round it all off, you've got Helper, the Helper robot. And the robot has the most heart out of all of them. He's the loveliest character. I think it's a great fucking show, man. So Again, good. I, I love it. I have recommended it to so many people. It's a fucking filthy, that bastard. And I've given him the DVDs and everything. And he just, no, just, it just doesn't click. He's missing out so much. There's a there's a lot of the Adult Swim stuff that's like that. Like I've recommended people like Metalocalypse, which mm-hmm. is one of the my favorite cartoons yeah, of all God. time. And um, and people like just it's not that funny. It's just shouting. It's just like <laughs> mm, it's really good. Uh, or Aqua Teen Hunger Force, which is one of the most surreal things I've ever seen, and makes me giggle endlessly. Yeah. And people are just like, "What is this?" I'm just like, "Oh come on, man! Just open your mind a I little bit." People go, "Master Shake is the greatest character ever created." It looks a bit it's shit, really so I won't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You will watch bollocks on YouTube endlessly for being shit. Oh, but, you know, YouTube isn't on TV. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, has anybody got an answer for me? Yeah. Yeah, I've got yeah. one. Um, go Gadget, go. Go Gadget. It, go it, Gadget. It, it, go, go. Yeah. Go, go Gadget recommendation. <laughs> um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I recommend it to everyone. It's my fav- one of my favorite books of all time. Um, oh, but I've seen the movie it's, and it's uh, shit. <laughs> the thing is, the movie isn't as bad as people say it is. Mm. But like, people will, like go- if people Google it, they'll see like screenshots of the original TV series, mm. which was brilliant, but looks like ass. Um, because it was done in the eighties. I think it's got a charm to it. It's got charm, but it does look like ass. <laughs> it's like it's like the lowest of low budget Doctor Who series, mm. you know? Oh yeah, it's um, like Doctor Who with PVA glue, and I'm a poet. Wow. Yeah. Um, when it comes to over-the-shelf narcotics, yeah. 
I think uh, I think the thing is, it's like Douglas Adams had such a wonderful writing style, but it, it's a little bit it's slightly impenetrable for the first two chapters or so mm-hmm. because you've got to get into his headspace um, to appreciate. And the jokes are the jokes come faster than they come in like Family Guy, yeah. you know? Oh yeah, it's just rapid. joke after joke after joke, layer upon layer upon layer, and it's a beautifully surreal book. Um, but it does make sense when you get through the whole thing, and it paints this wonderfully weird image of the universe and the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Like, such wonderful concepts, like a, like a band called Disaster Area, where you can only watch it if you're on a neighbouring planet. <laughs> They're so loud. Um, or the idea of the restaurant at the end of the universe, where you get to see time end, and then they quickly use a time drive to go back half an hour so you can watch it again. <laughs> yeah. You know? Brilliantly inventive ideas. And, like, some of the jokes have an age. Like, you know, the, the joke about... Um, uh, Arthur Dent's best friend being called Ford Prefect because he's an alien who came to Earth and the first thing he saw was a Ford Prefect. <laughs> he went, hello! He hasn't existed in this country for decades, so no one's going to get that joke. But, um, yeah, I, 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 it, it is one of the I think most brilliant science fiction novels of all time. But if you recommend it to people now, they'll go, eh. Like, they'll just they'll go, oh, okay, I'll read it at some point. It's just like, they never do. It's got so many different audiobook versions as well and some of them are fantastic. And some of the radio shows for that are fantastic. Yeah. The original I mean the original radio plays yeah, is, the BBC is definitive. One. Yeah. It's transcendental. So good. I'll go next if you want. If you don't mind. Yeah, it's a show that probably I've not I don't think I've talked about on this but Mystery Science Theater 3000 is probably mm-hmm. my favorite show of all time mainly because it came at the right time for me and it was a bonding experience. If you don't know what it is, it's about it's it's about people watching films. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, a man and his two robots. Um, I, they, they've redone it on Netflix, and it's nowhere near as good as the original, but yeah. it's still good. Um, but it's yeah, it's, it's where I understood what a director's commentary was before I'd ever listened to a director's commentary. So mm-hmm. you watch more or less the whole film with them. <laughs> They're always usually like B movies and stuff like that, and it's just really funny and irreverent. And it just, it was perfect. I was there with my pals, all stoned off as fucking box, watching <laughs> MST3K. And it's just, oh, it's just perfect. People, I, I, I try and get people to watch it, and they'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, I watched that one. I watched that one with the 100 uh, foot woman and stuff like that. And, yeah, I don't get it. I'm like, what, what do you mean you don't get it? You, pretend you're there with them and watching the film with them. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. You've seen it, haven't you, punk? Yeah. Sorry, I was drinking, <laughs> believe it or not. Bad timing. But yeah, you, you've seen it, so you know exactly. I have, yeah. It's fucking I good. I didn't catch the reboot. I didn't see any of the Got Patton Netflix Oswald stuff. in it and stuff. It's all right. It's just no... I, I, they don't pick the better films. Mm-hmm. Oh, on the to-do list, I just... Like the, the, you can't the, watch it all. The, the whole charm like, of Mystery Science Theater was like they were bad films anyway. Like, yeah, they mm-hmm. were the cheapest films the studio could get, like, and they Didn't could get the anything. rights to do a talk yeah. over on. Yeah, yeah. So they were all like fifties B movie, like yeah. science fiction. Day, day of crap. the Triffids and uh, um, the original Day of the Earth stood still. And um, I'm sure there's a couple of Ed Wood films. I'm sure Plan yeah. Nine was one of them. Plan Nine from <laughs> Outer Space. Yeah, there's there's so many good ones. It's just so daft and the fact that these critters these puppets are just talking all the way through it and it's just so fucking good <laughs> and the other one obviously is Dragon Quest but I don't need to talk about Dragon Quest everyone should play a Dragon Quest at least one of them in their life what's that you've never heard of it are oh, you you'd like one called Dragon Quest Monster you'd like that one <laughs> 
this is just where I rip open the shirt to show off my tattoo. <laughs> yes. Um, for me, uh, how long have you got? Because we've got a long list of films we keep telling Gadget to watch that he ignores us about. <laughs> does he really does? I've just spent I, all I of will... my free time playing Elden Ring. Give, give me a fucking chance. I will admit, my heart dropped a little bit when you said you hadn't watched Goodfellas. It's mad, isn't it? Isn't it mad? I know, you don't, I know you don't like. It's, films, it's one of those things you get watched really as a child. I was yeah. sit down and watch this yeah. and get a job. <laughs> hey, I'm playing a Souls game. I, Remember the deal? Exactly. <laughs> How many other hours I put My, into a Souls game? You have to put into watching these films. So far, I'm up to thirty. First, so far, I'm up to thirty-seven hours. <laughs> okay, well, finish it. Give me the hour count, and I will binge through. I want to see the counter at the end of your game. Uh, for me, you just watch Goodfellas anyway. For me, it's a couple. <laughs> I know this is massive and a global phenomenon, but I mention Hamilton all the time, and everyone always mm-hmm. goes, "Yeah, I should get around to watching that at some point." And no one ever does. They never come back and say, "Oh, yeah, watch that." By the way, it was really good. It's fucking incredible. It's one of the best musicals I've ever seen in my life. The music is incredible. The stage show is incredible. The way Lin Manuel Miranda fits. All that history into songs. It's so mm-hmm. fucking good. It is I cannot wait to go and see that on the stage. And I'd love to see it with the original cast, but obviously that's never gonna happen. But it's on Disney Plus. It's well worth your yeah. time. I honestly I've I've seen it seven Me times. And, um... I've listened to the soundtrack God knows how many times. I can even do the rapping on it, the fast rapping on it. That's, that's what I was about to say. I have he listened and... to it so many times that I know how to do all the raps to it now. <laughs> Yeah, me and Gadget cool. don't. Me and Gadget don't need to watch it because we had it live in Newcastle. That wasn't yeah. so good though because I was very drunk. I don't know. I, 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 you were hammered. Sold I was. And that was incredible. Sorry. To be fair, I it was mind blowing. Sang it in the car the other day, and I was like, "This is good." I was thinking to myself, "This is going a lot better than it did when I was like in that karaoke booth." <laughs> <laughs> Seven gins in. <laughs> I'm a rapper. <laughs> Uh, the other is this the night you bruised your coccyx? Oh yeah, it was a... oh, that hurt. We smashed so many glasses as well. I feel really bad for yeah, that broken, them bastards. Broken microphone. <laughs> we, oh, we fucking just destroyed it. I'm so I'm I can't so attack bad. them anywhere. No. Fucking so English. Smash. Another. It wasn't us that brought the microphone. I think you're a good lady. Yeah, it was. I can't take any years anywhere. <laughs> and she she is English, so it still it still tracks. Um, fucking I English. Always <laughs> recommend my favorite series. Um, uh, uh, the Ian Irvine series, uh, but the well, the well of Echoes, and uh, yeah. We, oh god, no. yeah, it's my so favourite season, and the, and the and the thing has just completely gone out of my mind. The Three World Saga. There we go. <laughs> Don't know yeah. why that happened, but uh, and I, it's not the best. I know it's not the best fucking fantasy. It doesn't have to be, be the best. So that's the I thing. just love it, and I, and I love that it's spanned yeah. like seventeen odd books now. And I, I mm-hmm. every time he leaves it, like oh, it's finished. And he comes up with a new story and a new way to link it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm there for it. <laughs> so I think I got um, one of our uh, listeners in our Discord started it, but he wasn't too keen on it. But he's really into his fantasy, so it might just be a bit more. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it was too lowbrow for him or what, or whether it just wasn't connecting with him. But uh, Sometimes if you just failed a hook, it, yeah, it's a big part of I don't it. Know what it is. I literally picked the book up because it looked good in WH Smith. I, mm-hmm. I looked judged at the, it by his looked cover. At the cover like, that looks like a cool cover. Read the back. That sounds like a cool story. All four were on offer for like, it was like £5 each. So like, fuck it, 20 quid, I'll get the full mm-hmm. lot. Done. And I've bought every single book since. Aren't you waiting like 15 years for the new one? No, I, te- like I don't know if he's... No, 
He's not. That, that, do you know what? <laughs> do you know, Patrick do you know what the best thing about it is? <laughs> no, I haven't had to wait. The first four books were out. The next four books were out. Since then, he's released. And that was, when did I pick them up? 2009. And since mm. then, he has released uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Ten books and a short stories within the series. Oh, wow. So he's consistent then? Yes. That's not bad mm-hmm. going for 13 years. Exactly. It's better than some people. So you're not. So I haven't had to wait around for them either. But I, I just, I love them. The honestly, the Three World Saga. They're just. They're some amazing I've got them. Characters. I bought them for my Kindle. Amazing characters. Um, and moments I just in haven't them. even. I've not started, and I know they're all there, and I'm like, mm, I keep wanting yeah. to push, just push the button. But you can get them on audio. Uh, anybody like to? Sorry. I would expect that kind of behaviour off oodles. I'm being good. <laughs> Not you, Stuart. I'm being good tonight. Not you. He's been doing it all night. He's, he's doing he's it deliberately. my real name as well. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I am fucking disgusted. Has anybody got another recommendation or will I move on? Um, podcasts in general. I try and tell people to listen to podcasts all the time. They've got yeah, not, that's, not, that's hard. Not yeah. into radio. Not into radio. They, don't, they never play songs. I like, podcasts are not about songs. Unless it's a musical yeah. podcast, but just listen to podcasts. It's it's. There is something mad when you've listened because hoping to get other podcasts mm. onto mine because it's a horrible network. Yes, socialising. But anytime like commercial radio has come on, it's off. Hey, you guy! Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck your face! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next up is Dua Lipa with a Dua Lipa song. Hey, don't you bash, don't don't you bash Dua Lipa. <laughs> don't you be bashing Dua Lipa. I don't even say it properly. <laughs> right. So, radio bashing aside, we'll move on to the next one. I have noticed a lot of these are going to be about childhood, so this feels a bit like a therapy session now. Fair enough. Um, I'm not paying get yet. you through. <laughs> this is not based on childhood. It can be any time of your life but I'm guessing most of it is going to be childhood. What is the story your family always tells about you? And what is your side of it? So, I want to bring this one up. This is raw. We'll, we'll let the soul come out on this one. Monopoly. Mm. Oh, I... <laughs> We've all played this. Destroyer of families. <laughs> Worlds. Right. So the story that gets told about me and Monopoly is... I was a little shite rag and tossed the board <laughs> yep. over what a little arsehole I was and continued to grow into a bigger arsehole. Mm. So my side of it, which isn't as funny or as short as that version, we were playing Monopoly and I bankrupt my mother. Business and family don't mix. No. no. But giving the fucking... Punk house controlled the bank. Yes. She got bailed out. <laughs> so the game continued. And like this was a cracking game. I owned like an L and a bit of the board and had all the train stations. If you've got an L, you're down, you're, you're in at you. Yeah. I, I was on fucking fire. So after Dear Mommy Punk was bankrupt, I bankrupt the brother, the L boy. Both got bailed out. Not happening. Or if they landed on each other's property, they wouldn't charge each other, but they'd Ooh. charge me. Yeah, so this went on and went on, and through a bit of trading, eventually, after a lot of bailouts and a lot of bullshittery, that, you know, you're not a political show, but we could draw comparisons elsewhere. I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. It got to me. I had run out of money. I got fucked over. No. 
No bailouts for you. It's like you're predicting prick. the future. <laughs> <laughs> so I lost. Listen, I had bankrupt everybody at least twice. Nope, that's you. You're out of the game. So whenever you find yourself in a system full of bailouts, illegal property dealing, backhanders, I wasn't having it. <laughs> so fuck the system. I slapped the board from underneath and tossed the whole yeah. lot across the dining room. Fuck the system. Fuck the police. <laughs> yes. Oh, say, yeah, fuck I it, was mate. just thinking when you said about that, every time I was like, I am 36 years old. I'm the most competitive <laughs> man in England. And I am competitive. I, I, I like oh, to yeah. win. I like to fucking win. I don't care. Like, I want to win <laughs> if I'm playing something. But my sister's 40, right? And yet, we'll play a game, and still, to this day, she'll say, oh, we don't want to lose to him because he'll flip the board and stuff like that. I'm like, Hannah, I'm 36 years old. I don't flip. You this when you were a kid. Yeah. It's like, I don't flip the board. <laughs> I don't flip the board anymore. I kick the fucking table across the room. Like, if I lose a board game now. <laughs> I'm bigger as now. Long, as long as there's no cheating going on. Because it, yeah. Because yeah. Like, a fair game. I cannot is a good game. buy fucking cheating in board games yeah. because it's just bullshit like when somebody goes why, to the toilet and they've just robbed the bank why are we playing this if you're just going to fucking cheat where's all the 500s yeah. yeah exactly like we had a family um, big family get together from my wife's side of the family and we're, we're sat around playing this game and you, you, you get given a card and it has a category in it and mm. you just keep going around in a circle naming things until you're out you know if you repeat something you're out if you um, can't think of something in time you're out and the amount of times that her cousin fucked up and everyone just let it slide and I'm like I know she's younger I mean she's still 16 like it wasn't like she was like you know 10 and yeah. 9 years old but like what the fuck's going mm-hmm. on here like why are you yeah. why, yeah, why are you letting that happen and as soon as someone else fucks up you're out I know that I'm not going to get enough peace here but it's things like that but my sister Fraud, man. brings up that constantly because at some point, when I was younger, I might have kicked off during a game. And oh, the likelihood man. is, it was probably her and my brother's fault. They were probably winding me up and cheating and doing something. And yet still, don't play board games with Stuart, because he's going to kick off. <laughs> like I can't wait to play Cluedo with you. Yeah, no, you, you don't. I'm fucking I'm good at Cluedo. I'm just waiting now for... <laughs> Your next get-together when you get your weird house in the middle of nowhere, board games have to come out. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. As long as everyone's not... No one's cheating, it's all fine. I don't mind I hope the fuck they cheat. I will will lose (laughs) a board game, fine. No cheating, as long as... If if I have lost something by fair means, fine. Unless it's fucking... 700 notes with his face on it. (laughs) Unless it's... bullshit game. Just a biggie in charge of in charge of like being the bank or doing the rules or something like that, and just biggie watch, watch Stig explode. Have, you've been there and played his quizzes. You were on the Christmas I quiz. I can't handle it. I, I know. genuinely can't. He makes the it. rules as it goes along. <laughs> I hear myself. I genuinely hear myself call out the answer first by a good two or three seconds, and he'll ignore it on purpose. And I know he's yep. doing it. Yeah. He does. <laughs> I tried to think of something different. It was just, uh, for the childhood and what people remember. But oh, of course, it yeah. It was just that. Well, it um... was just that board game thing reminding me that it's still something that's brought up. That apparently I'm, I'm just going to flip did the think table. Board games were going to feature quite a bit. They were in banned that. in my house until teen years. They were completely banned. That was the very reason for well, the exact uh, same reason. 
Have we another one for the records? Uh, I'll try and think I, another one. I'm just going to go. I you don't have, think. have one specifically, mm-hmm. but the one the, the one I can think of that would be likely the one that my parents would tell a story Sounds about. like you had a good childhood here, Gadget. I did. Um, <laughs> well, he's a well-adjusted adult. Of course he did. Yeah, exactly. So the, and handsome. The, the, the one instance I can think of of a situation I got myself into, which I think my parents would tell a story, I was 18 at the time. And Man. it was one of the first instances of 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 rampant alcohol abuse in my life. Um, yes. I, it, so it was a it was a, a work summer do. So at the time, I worked for a market research company based out of the like the small town I lived in, and it, it was owned by these these rich people. And you know, you'd you'd be doing outbound phone calls. Do you want to do a survey, kind of thing? You know that bullshit mm-hmm. that used to happen in the two thousands. Um, but every summer and every Christmas, they would have these big staff uh, dues, and they had this, like, fucking mansion out in the middle of Northumberland. It was an absolutely gorgeous place. And they would literally close the office and have all the staff up there for a big party at their expense. Great. So what are you going to do when you put an 18-year-old at a free bar in in the countryside? Put him in fucking hospital. (laughs) Nearly. (laughs) How many many snake bites can you fit into an 18-year-old? Well, so this, this was also the night that permanently put me off Stella Artois. Mm. Because oh. that's what they were serving there. And it's it's also shit. the night that it was also the night that put me off um, uh, champagne punch. I love champagne punch. I loved it as well. I love it. <laughs> so um, yeah, that, so basically, the, the 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 minibus got us there at about four o'clock in the afternoon and was picking us up at one in the morning. So that was a lot of drinking time, and I can categorically tell you, I, I, I did not stop sumping that alcohol, and they never ran out of it. I don't know what witchcraft <laughs> they were working in that garage, or how many cash and carries they'd emptied, but the, the alcohol never stopped flowing. Mm. <laughs> um, so now the getting home bit of it was hazy for me. So I, I, at the time, I lived in a village called Corbridge. Um, the the place we worked was in a, uh, the office was in a near a town about three miles away called Hexham. The minibus mm. brought us back to Hexham where you could get taxis back to wherever you needed to get. But it got us back there at about two in the morning. And there were no ta- there were very few taxis left. I eventually managed to get one, I think. Um, I don't really <laughs> remember to. I remember getting off the minibus in Hexham. And then I remember walking up my street in Corbridge. And I say walking mm-hmm. via falling into the hedge. Um, yeah, walking like a pinball. It happens. Yeah, you're very much so. I remember my dad opening the front door really pissed off. And then I remember waking up in the morning. And apparently, so apparently, what had happened of me getting home, I had clung to my dad as he dragged me up the stairs. Bear in mind, I was like 18 stone at the time. I was obviously a lot lighter <laughs> than I am now, but I was not a small lad. My dad had dragged us up the stairs, basically thrown us into bed, obviously, just left us dressed. Um, Brought a pint of water and like a bucket in case I was sick. I was sick. Um, <laughs> I remember waking up like at about eight in the morning before anyone else had waken up, and the bathroom was plastered and sick because <laughs> what I'd done is I'd thrown up and then attempted to empty the bucket. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> I th- I, apparently I got most of it in the toilet, but not all of it. Um, and also, <laughs> no, no, this is the best bit. <laughs> At the bottom of the bowl of the toilet was my alarm clock. Because oh, no. Was, oh, no. As I rolled over in bed to throw up, I just pushed everything off my bedside cabinet into the bucket as I was being sick. Yeah, I've had similar evenings. 
Yeah, and then obviously throwing it all down the thing and just went back to bed and not bothered cleaning anything up. I, I, I kind of couldn't look my parents in the eye the next day. Yeah, you feel, you feel <laughs> Mostly like because ashamed. I couldn't open my eyes. I was so, I, it was a three-day hangover when I was 18. I'm sure I had liver poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm pretty sure that's a story that probably comes up at some point. <laughs> and I can't really give my side of the story because I don't fucking remember anything. Just piecing together what I was told. You've just seen all the clues and put it all together. Yeah. <laughs> Shame, I really like that alarm clock as well. <laughs> rinse it off, it'd be grand. Tried. It stank. It went in the bin. <laughs> well, the animated corpse. I haven't a mind. What have you got yeah. for me? Yeah, I'm miles away there. I was listening to this story. Yeah, um, <laughs> mine's the, um, the time I was adopted for an afternoon. Um, yeah, uh, so the last, the last time I was five, six, really shit childhood. Um, last time I saw my real dad, um, he left me in the bookies, um, cause he, I think he won and he ran off. Yay. Like dads do. Mm. Like dads are like, and I was adopted by an old man for an afternoon and he took me to, uh, a baker's to get a, a bun. He took me to the pub to show all the old lads, look, I've got a kid now. You know what I mean? This little boy. <laughs> and he, got, he got me some crisps and some cola. Is this an I- adoption or an abduction? I think you're getting the both. wrong word here. Both? Yeah, I, I, I wanted to ask. It, it was na- really early 90s, so. And he took me, he got me some crisps. So if that some- makes it okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's different times. There were it, things in the news around that at the time, my Listen, lad. listen, listen. It was a good, a good afternoon. He got me some crisps and some pop, and then. And then he took me back to the bookies. And he fixed and it for you. Mom- no, no, he didn't. No, <laughs> no. He didn't touch me once. And then Show me, me on me- the doll where he touched you. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, and he, he, we went back to the bookies a few hours later and my mum had turned up. Going, oh, he's here, he's here. I, I think the bookies probably rung my mum up like, he's here now. And the story that my family tell is that I was like hysterical and I couldn't cope and I got PTSD from it and stuff like that. I'm like, I didn't have a really lovely afternoon and I wish he was my dad. <laughs> have you never had a day with an owl boy? They're fantastic. <laughs> he was really old. He was like, in my, in, in my memory, he was like 60, 70 odd year old. To me, that's ancient mm-hmm. when I was that young. And he just trekked yeah, me to it doesn't a, seem so far off, no. He just trekked me to, I know, he just trekked me to a really good afternoon. He fed me and there were nothing... Awful about it. Oh, we didn't go very far. It was all on one high street, do you know what I mean, where I live in my village. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was nice. Rather than sitting like my fucking stupid biological dad leaving me because he's one on arses and just fucking leaving me in buckies, which is fucked up. It's more fucked up than an old man feeding me, isn't it? Thinking yeah. about it. And that's, that was my last memory of my dad as well. So it's like... I'm not trying to be traumatic, but that's every time. Every you are time traumatic. We have, every time we have family mm. family get-togethers, like, oh, I remember that time you were you, you were abducted and you were in hysterics and, and it was the worst time in your life. I bet you're still reeling from that. I'm like, no, no, I had a really good time. I don't need to go to the police or anything. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, no, I want to find this man and buy so him a myself. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really good time. He treated me really nicely and stuff like that. Just, it was a good memory, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> Got me a shandy in that, you know what I mean? That's just a good day. Good old, good old day with a good old boy. Warm Smithicks and a finger. <laughs> oh, Stig, were you ever treated to an outing by an old boy? No, no. 
I did get lost no. in the theme park once, but I don't remember anything about it. Unfortunately, so I don't have my side of the story to tell on that one. Lost at Alton Towers, I think I was. The big theme park to be lost mm. in. Yeah. I would shit myself if my kid got lost at Alton Towers. I have no idea how my Especially because you live so close to Flamingo Land, it could have been that. That would have been way easier. <laughs> <laughs> um, I genuinely can't think of anything that's just... Oh, well, that's grand. Fortunately, no, everybody's I'd... happy now. Yeah. No trauma. No, no, no. <laughs> You know, there's things. Weren't traumatic. From there are things that my parents that swear blind that they have never said or did, and all three of us can remember. <laughs> Me, my brother, and my sister go, "No, that happened." And like, no, it didn't. Don't be stupid. I was like, "Why do all three of us have exactly the same memory?" I know that. They, like, <laughs> I know we that. all remember this thing happened. And I, I, I wish I could remember something now for the podcast. I, I swear, but this happened recently, and I can't remember what it was. But my mum swore blind. My brother was like, yeah, that did happen. She went, no, it didn't, Matthew. Stop being stupid. Stop being silly. And he was like, Stuart, did this happen? And he said, I went, yeah, yeah, like this. And I went through it. And then my sister was like, yeah, yeah. And like all three of us were just like, why do all three of us remember this happening then if it didn't happen? Like my parents do that all the time. <laughs> That's just them getting old though, I think. But Could be. <laughs> I generally, I, I, I wish I could remember what it was, but it, it probably caused we're all, we're all there for whatever reason one time. I was, <laughs> Rarely happens. We all just sat around well, the table, but it was just. As we're running the risk of having a few relapse memories, maybe I'll move on to the next question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one, um, I thought it was a brilliant question, but it could go horrible. Uh-oh. It's up to you. <laughs> uh, I want to know who your favourite person is, who also happens to be a cunt. Oh. I'll give an example for this one, and you can kind of see what I was going for, because the person I'm going for is Roald Dahl. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was he a cunt. Was one of, he was one of the, yeah. I nearly said it then as well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I think it was actually Stig that informed me, and I thought it was a wind-up. He's a baddie. How could the lovely man who wrote all these novels be a cunt? And, yeah, <laughs> he was, because... We'll go into it just to buy you a bit of thinking time. Because, (laughs) (laughs) as a child, kitty punk, I had no fucking time whatsoever for reading. It was not a hobby of mine. I would flick through the Beano or the Dandy, and yeah, I'd read a fucking RPG on the Super Nintendo. It ended there. Just nothing for it. So I think this must have become a problem at school. Because Mommy Punk started bringing me to the library on a weekly basis. So, when we started going to the library, I found Roald Dahl mm. and Fantastic Matilda, I think, was my favourite. I took that out about six times. Yeah, great book. Uh, Twits read were my through, favorite. read through. Yeah, love Twits. Uh, James the Giant Peach. I mean, the name and novel. Yeah, wrote, the list is endless, like. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the favourites I've got, uh, George's Marvelous Medicine, yeah. uh, The Chocolate Factory, of course. Anything you picked up was I just love enjoy. Danny and the Danny the Champion of the World. That was so yeah. fucking good, that book. But I, not only did that get me into reading, it put me on, you know, Roald Dahl, then Goosebumps. I, I was a, <laughs> a classy <laughs> reader. Yeah. But like, I, I'm a lifelong reader. I fucking devour novels. I one of my favourite pastimes. I'm a field writer, but, you know, the only reason I attempted to write in the first place was because I was inspired. I get it. This man instilled an imagination in me. 
And then to find out on the TCGS Discord that he was not fond of Jewish people by Mr. Stig, which I genuinely thought was a wind-up. I say, all right, well, I love this man, and he has instilled quite a passion in me, but he's a cunt. He has two <laughs> ends of a cunt. <laughs> and nothing but a cunt. <laughs> did, yeah. did, did, did you know that he, that he also wrote filth? Yeah, wrote, porn. Yeah, he wrote some porn <laughs> books. Yeah. I read some nothing wrong with that. stuff. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't no, think it's it just, bordered it's just over so, to... So, so surreal for such a wholesome content children's <laughs> author to also write... Um, the giant peach was a vagina. Yeah. But to write a book like... So, uh, well, do like a short story collection like Someone Like You, which is... Um, it's just, I, I remember I, I've just found the quote of, um, of what a reviewer had said. The stories are brilliant and his imagination is fabulous. Unfortunately, there is, in all of them, an underlying streak of cruelty and macabre unpleasantness and a curiously adolescent emphasis, emphasis on sex. I, I also like that. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it was uh, J.K. Rowling could be another one a fantastic series that enchanted a lot of people but she's a cunt She was nominated for an award, wasn't she? Uh, so I believe uh, one of the awards that I won <laughs> <laughs> Yes, a biggie indeed I've got, I've got I'm mine. still waiting for my biggie in the post It just takes a while It's, it's going to go behind me It's going to replace that fucking Boba Fett, I think. Biggie's got them. He's actually got them. He's he actually got has them. got statues. He's got them. He just hasn't <laughs> sent any. He's got them. So talk to him. He's the statue. Oh, next guy. year, maybe. I've got, I've got mine anyway, and it's, it's an easy one, but I really, really love the acting chops of Christian Bale. <laughs> but wow, he is a <laughs> see you next Tuesday, isn't he? Woo! He is, he is a Almost, bad, almost. He's a bad bloke, isn't he? He's, he's just like he's not inherently a baddie. He's no Jared Leto, but he's just such oh, an. Oh unpro- no, this is. I know you don't like the word, but being a cunt, it, it doesn't have to mean you're evil. Yeah, yeah you, you don't have to be, be evil. Yeah, you're um, a hyper prick. Yeah, and we've all seen his meltdowns because it was leaked, which is still <laughs> one of my. Ve- no, no, no! I I absolutely adore it. I listen to that. Oh, go for week. you! This is literally the. Th- Third podcast this month that you've quoted that on. I love it. You did it in scorched sheets this week. Does he method? Me and you're done professionally, mate. Does he method? Does he do what? Most always, nearly every every film. There's been a big hoo ha this week about method acting, method acting, and a lot of other actors coming out and saying it's pretentious, it's rude, it's not needed. Like so many great performances have not been method acting. You don't need to put other people through that. It's just acting. It's like Robert De Niro effortlessly is just a good actor. He doesn't pretend to be some gangster that's just whacked somebody. Yeah. You know I mean? like, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. Daniel Day Lewis is fucking incredible. Yeah. Like almost all I of his performances are people, great. Though. But he's he's always been a mess of actor. Uh so yeah. it might work for some, but then you get the other end of the scale, like Jared Leto being trying to be a method actor. Wheeled in. And wheeled into do, set. Tending to be the Joker. <laughs> and yeah, and Morbius taking Turn the lights off 25 minute vampire. piss breaks because he insisted on like walking with you know walking sticks or with a wheelchair like he his also character. hunted his own dinner yeah just That's, that were his rule <laughs> That's right. but apparently his dinner breaks for three hours because he's a really bad hunter <laughs> but yeah I, 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 I don't know whether Christian Bale does or doesn't I know he he really yeah, gets he's into a big the method role actor. Where he gets into the method acting, yeah. which that's that that when he had that spat, that was because he was he was John Connor, wasn't he? And yeah. oh, and Terminator Salvation, and that was just I just think it's timeless. But 
apparently working with Kristen Bell, people are like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a great film. But I don't really want to work with Kristen Bell because he's an absolute <laughs> knob. But, yeah, he's my... And, and every time he's in a film, I can't get my eyes off him. I think he's one of the best actors going. But, yeah, he's, 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 just, he's just a twat. Mm. I have one. Let's hear it. Juan Luis Suarez. Yes. One of the best footballers I have ever seen in my life. Just incredible gift to football in terms of footballing skills. Mm. The stuff he could do on a football field, I just, I think he's one of our greatest ever footballers. But my he's God, is he an utter twat. And. Yes. It first came about in the World Cup where he saved a ball, he saved a goal that would have knocked Uruguay off out of the World yep. Cup off the line with his hand, and he knew he was doing it because he, he and he got sent off. And then when then when Uruguay won on penalties, the way he celebrated, <laughs> honestly, this was before he played for us. My blood was boiling like the way yeah. that. The, to have the goal, rubbing it in the face, to celebrate like that after you cheated them out cheating, of a late minute, cheating. last minute winner, like yeah. it's just horrendous. Then he signs for us. It's worse than Maradona, that. And opinion. everybody hates him. Everybody apart from Liverpool fans, because he's ours, and he's our twat, yeah. and he's our shit he house, goals. <laughs> and he produces some of the most amazing football you've ever seen in your life. And then he bites people. He's a cannibal. And then he says horrible things to other people. And then he leaves. And you don't really see much of it until he comes back to Liverpool as an opponent. Yeah. Yeah. And he is not one for sentiment. He is an arsehole to Liverpool players. He is an arsehole to the Liverpool crowd. He doesn't give a shit. And then you sit there and you go, oh, now I see what everyone else saw. Now I see. Yeah, now, now he's not ours. Now I see the twat. Now I see the horrible, snide bastard that everyone else saw. But my God, was he a fucking great footballer. (laughs) (laughs) He was. He absolutely was. He absolutely was. So for me, this is a really, really tricky one, this one, because I try to avoid hearing about what celebrities or artists do outside of the art that they do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only like the really extreme cases I hear about because they hit the fucking news. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I generally don't care if a musician's a bit of an arsehole. Like, I remember, you know, the amount of times I've read, like, because I'm a massive Pink Floyd fan, like, the amount of people who absolutely hate Roger Waters' guts because he's an oh, egomaniac. He's but then the, then the other half of the fan base who hate Dave Gilmore because he doesn't get on with Roger Waters. And it's just <laughs> yeah. like, well, okay, people are people, people are flawed, you know? But um, I think the, the only one I can think of where it was someone I've been a genuinely huge fan of. Yeah. Um, and then just it got to a point where I just couldn't appreciate their art anymore because they turned out to be such a cunt. <laughs> was Kevin Spacey? Because yeah, yeah. And, and the reason why I bring up Kevin Spacey as opposed because there is a there is another one who was a bigger cunt, but I ain't bringing him up on this one. I know who you mean. Um, you know who? Yeah, the Welsh lad. Um, yep. Let's not talk about the Welsh boy. Yeah, but we're not we're, we're, we're not we're not talking about him. But the the only reason Eight I'm bringing up steps, Kevin Spacey yeah. as opposed to as opposed to the other one is because. He's never been convicted, or charged of anything because he made everything disappear. Rumors the, are about litigious and liars. It's like, yeah, and it's just like you know what? Like he I ruined watching, House of Cards for me. Well, that's the thing. So I remember watching House of Cards and thinking like he was excellent at it. And it's so just method acting. He's just bringing from his real life. Did you not see that that clip he 
put out for like New Year's a few years ago where yeah, he was playing Frank. Was so creepy. And I was like, what are you? Like, he's playing Frank Underwood. Like, yep. and I was like, what are you <laughs> doing? Anymore. What are you doing? <laughs> but like, like, like when when you go back as well, like you look at the career he's had, like all the roles where he's had critical acclaim of him being a oh. really creepy bastard, like American Beauty. Usual which, suspects. Mm-hmm. The usual suspects. Like all these films where he's where you go back and he's like. How did nobody notice? Because yeah. <laughs> like he also ruined drawn Baby to. Driver for me. Because I fucking adore Baby Driver, but it's uh, he's there. Ugh. Yeah, and it, it's just like it, it really upset me because, like, they say, I, 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 I mean, Anthony Rapp was the guy who accused him of things, yeah. and I love Anthony Rapp. Anthony Rapp's a great actor. I love him in Star Trek. Like, he's the one thing I do like about the the, the film version of Rent because he's a really just a charming actor. He's like, got on stage at nice Rent as guy. well, isn't he? Well, yeah, that's well, that's the whole thing. It was the original stage cast came yeah. to do the film, which made no sense because they're all in their mid thirties and they're supposed yeah. to be teenagers. Yeah. But yeah. that aside, um, yeah, it's like I, a lot of the people who accuse me of things are people who I know who I know of their work and I really like them. Yeah, and then he's just like somehow gotten away with it, and it's just like, yeah, well, I know it's money, but it's like you're a cunt of the highest order, you know? Yeah. 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 Who's made a career of playing cunts of the highest order? It's just like, oh well, this is he, what's going to happen. He didn't then, need it? to method, did he? Because that was him. No, it was drawing from life experience, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, and I, I still maintain like it, I, I always found like the praise American Beauty got really creepy because the film is really fucking creepy. It's just like, mm-hmm. hang on a second, no, wh- anyway. why? Why are we? Why are we rewarding the story? The, the film itself is dull. I've seen it once, and it's no... I don't really yeah, like I watched it, it once, much. and I was like... Oh, it's fantastic if you enjoy Donnie Darko. I like Donnie Darko a lot. I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think the reason it got a lot of a, 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 like praise at the time is it was that time, that late 90s kind of weird societal change punk thing kind of thing because you also had like mm-hmm. Fight Club came out at the same time well, everyone, and you had Donnie Darko like, at the same time and everyone was like with, with, with American Beauty it was like oh my god and bad spoiler alert guys the twist oh my god he was dead and he's narrating it oh that's so edgy and cool it's like <laughs> that's still a boring film good question how can you how can you narrate how can you narrate something when you're dead that's the fu- that's the that's the point there is a great film well I'd say, do you know what it's not a great film it's a it's a great <laughs> twist on the film. It's okay. I know it stars Christina Ricci, sense. and I can't remember what it what it's called. Pleasantville. Though. Pleasantville. Is that the one where where she says like she's narrating it and you think she's dead? Then right at the end she's just like, "Idiots! How can I be dead if I'm narrating the film and telling yeah. you the story?" I'm like, "Excellent! That's a great po- like <laughs> perfect." <laughs> so yeah, there was film, a, the, yeah, I can't yeah, there was the a, this this weird trend of these films in like the late nineties where they had this. This like trying to break through the American idyll kind of thing. And yeah, let's get Trent the... Reznor to do the soundtrack. Let's go! Yeah, <laughs> the, the the best thing that came from American Beauty was just all the parodies of it, like the fucking Plastic kid in not... through the wind. Yeah, so like the kid in not another teen movie where where he just walk, where the, um, Jimmy Presley's like we've got to go on a double date with this guy and his bag, and he's just standing <laughs> there and the bag's like floating behind him. Holding the camera, it's just like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. But the, uh, yeah, it's just it, fuck it, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, fuck Kevin Spacey. <laughs> fuck him, he's cancelled. Instantly, it wasn't Pleasantville. Well, I'm sure it was. Pleasantville's the film with Re- Reese no, Witherspoon. I, I and- said that as a joke. Oh no, Pleasantville is the film with <laughs> Reese Witherspoon and Tony McGuire get pulled into the TV into like yeah, a sixty a fifty sitcom. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just looked it up because I, th- I just like saying Pleasantville. That's... I'm not going to apologize for it. 
Never apologize. I know what that film's called. It makes you sound weak. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, oh, yeah. that was my fifth and last question, unless you've anything to add. No, I we, feel... have, we, we have questions from the listeners. Yeah, we will get to that in well, a second. But fuck I them. I just want to thank you very much. That was, that was perfectly hosted uh, as a I guest. I know. I'm host. brilliant. You are. You are. And you deserve that <laughs> award that you won randomly. So let's go to the bulging sacks. I'm sure people want to ask us questions as well. And we won't go on too long because we've got a patron segment where we can answer more. Yeah. So these are just a few of the questions people just dropped into our Discord today. So. It's a handful of people asked a handful of questions each. So we'll start off with Zenos, who asked, um, what's each of your snacks of choice while watching a film? Cinema or at home? Popcorn. Popcorn, yeah. I guess, regardless. Popcorn, probably. It's popcorn, because it's quieter. It's not too loud. It's not not as, like, filling as stodgy as... Which which popcorn do you guys go? I like cinema style. Sweet. Sweet and salty. sweet. And then I keep forgetting if I'm ever in the south of Ireland, they don't have like cinema sweet popcorn. They have salt. I have salt. Yeah, and you go. You have to have a drink with it. Oh, uh, (laughs) you say, oh, what popcorn do you want? Sweet. Yeah, sweet popcorn. It's a garlic bread moment in the south of Ireland. (laughs) You know, one that the um, showcase near us used to have a uh, butter dispenser. Oh, so, you yeah. know, like in America, America like, so you awful. get salt, salted popcorn, all over your fingers. And, and then you just go, and butter oh, all over it. Oh, no, it's, no, it's, it's fucking... It's like throwing mutant cum over no, it, popcorn. <laughs> Who wants but that? Pop, but popcorn is well nice. The, the, um, all over your yeah. fingers, though? Yeah, you'd have to go take a lot of napkins in. How are you supposed to treat your lady at the cinema? It, it slides in easier. <laughs> <laughs> You walked into that one, Oodles. <laughs> I fucking slipped into that. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, popcorn. Next. Um, popcorn. And, <laughs> and for minds of that one, if I'm in the cinema, it's a coffee. If I'm at home, it's a beer. I you don't have a coffee? I'm watching films. granddad. Yeah, when we went to see June, I had a coffee. No, I sat there with all these snacks. To be fair, I hadn't had dinner. So. Granddads, <laughs> do you know drink coffee? I don't have a granddad. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, we have a few from uh, that fucking guy. Oh, I love that fucking guy. Gay. Um, if you could fight anybody in the world, who would you choose? Where would you fight? And what would be the stipulations? Punk. I'm sure you have an instant answer for this. He's uh, not one person, though, is he? Can't be. Yeah, there, there's a lot of people I'd like to... I tell you, just for the clout, I'd, I'd like to start a little rumour about myself. Vlad the <laughs> Impaler. <laughs> and we're talking like Street Fighter 2 around the back of the pub fight. Somebody's got a speaker. Dun 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 yes. dun, 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 dun dun Yeah, I kick the fuck out of Vlad the Impaler and then tell everybody I met that I kicked the fuck out of Vlad the Impaler. I love that. Nice. <laughs> and he, he grabbed a bottle to try and smash me in the head and I stuck his head in a bin. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Mine's not going to be anyone famous or anything. I genuinely the guy who bullied me at school because. He oh, is mate. smaller than me. He never grew up. He seemed to have got to a certain height and stopped growing while the rest of us grew. And when we all left school, he then all, all of a sudden started to kiss everyone's ass, especially my friend who he used to bully, who's now like six foot four. And so, answer me this: I, What stopped? Do you, you have from his address? His, yeah, what stopped you from kicking his fucking head in? Uh, because we were all about the same height at the time, and he also used to hang around with like the hard lads. 
But now, now I, mean, oh, I don't see him. Yeah, don't like, see him anymore. Now well, I'll go I'll around now because, yeah. because yeah. oh yeah, not... <laughs> you'll do my turtles. Here he goes because uh, uh, no, I'll just cheer you on. No, I wouldn't do it now because I'm not a dick. You're I'm an adult. F- yeah, beat him up in front of his kids. It'll be fucking funny. Start fighting. I'll tell you what. Right, this is <laughs> my friend. My friend is one of my best friends. He said. He said if he gave me the, the fucking chance, literally, if he gave me an in, like a sp- like he said yeah, something, gave me an in. He goes fucking annihilate him because my friend's dad's had Parkinson's for years and suffered with it and one time on the football pitch um, they, were, they were against each other and he mm. his dad shouted from the side like to the ref said something to the ref and this lad turned round and he said shut up you fucking cripple oh god and that like yeah, exactly it's like <laughs> my friend says back then I just I just I just didn't know how to react or I wouldn't know what to do and he was, was kind of he was he was bigger than me and all his mates were like the hardest lads in school and I just couldn't do it. So he said, now, honestly, if you give me the fucking chance, I swear Knowing the same I'm as well. I'm not going to win a fight never stopped me from fighting. Oh, he wouldn't be worth mopping up. Honestly, it was just, <laughs> he's just, he was just a horrible little bastard in school and outside of school since we left, he, saw, he tried to be all pally with stuff and again, my friend just went, he just went I don't like you, fuck off. Like just, he's like, no, I don't have to be like that. I don't have to be like that. He goes, you fucking were awful to me in school and everything he goes don't be trying to be pally with me and I was just like go away leave me alone don't talk to me and it would be him because he was just a he once I once started booting me um, in the stomach because I was a goalkeeper and he was he was one of the best footballers in the school and I saved his goal let's get him on the show so like and and, and he did do <laughs> let's get him my, at the meetup my friend yeah. one of my yeah one of my friends in school was a fucking tall lad like and, and he was and he was coming mm-hmm. up, what the fuck are you doing like but, and yet one of the one of the hard lads like literally these were like he, he three of the lads he used to hang around with like the hardest lads in school and he just stepped in between he was like don't do anything it's like well now yeah if he give me the chance to the say, meet and do you want to put him in the octagon beat like a fucking going go, fucking right and I'd murder the cunt <laughs> Not literally, Ooh. but I would, I would love to be <laughs> little bastard he was. Absolute bastard. Let me add some levity to this. I want to fight the person I've offered out many times on this podcast, Adam Sandler. He'd kill you. I want to- I'd destroy you. <laughs> so? Again, again. He'd snap you in half over his when knee. When has that ever stopped me from fighting? I don't care if I'm going to win or not. I just want to fight him. I just want to fight him. Because he does my head in and everyone loves him and they don't have a reason to love him. They just think they think Little Nicky's a good film. Or they think Happy Gilmore's Billy a good Madison's film. Fantastic. Happy Gilmore is a good film. No. Happy Gilmore's no. Happy Gilmore's brilliant. incredible. Happy Gilmore's Perfect. great. So good. House Grown Party Ups movies. 1 and 2 are good films. Damn, I'm going to bit my hand off. <laughs> I just want to fight him because you all think, oh, well, yeah. we're waiting. They all think, they, you all think he's tough as nuts. But that's Today, Junior. That's because of his films. He cast himself as tough as nuts. I don't think he can fight. I think oh, no. He's, he, I think he'd pretty uh, healthy. I think he'd do you. Yeah. Got a home Sorry. gym. Well, I'll I'll go with my big friends then, and they can beat him up for me. Oh yeah, we'll watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll mop you up off the pavement afterwards. I'm fucking scrappy. I'll kick fuck out a lot on you. <laughs> You're breaking a light breeze. <laughs> fucking scrappy, dude. <laughs> Let me at him. <laughs> Let me at him. <laughs> also, oh, the second one, sorry, my second one is Podcast Rumble. Get all UK independent podcasters in them. They're all like a like a like a battle royale and let's see who comes out tops. Can be crowned 
king of um, independent podcasting in the UK. If you listen to this, throw your hat in the bucket. Or throw your name in the hat or whatever. I don't give a fuck what I'm Throw saying. your hat in the bucket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, there's a podcast. Throw your ring in the head. I'll copy. I'll I'll commentate it. I'm not fucking fighting. I'll lose. No, this is the question: is if you could fight anyone, do you're not setting up a fight? (laughs) That's my addendum. That's just my addendum to it. I just want to see. Anyway, if I could fight anybody in the world, Mm -hmm. James Corden. I, oh. You'd kick your fucking head in. Oh, he wouldn't. No, he fucking wouldn't. No, he would not. <laughs> he tried dance and thrust at you. <laughs> Put you off and you're would like, you, oh, I'm, not, I'm not into him, this, James. Sorry. Did you find him dressed as a cat? in the cat costume? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I need this. <laughs> I mean, uh, I would just be seeing red. I've got like eight inches of height on him. I've got probably about eight stone on him. I would flatten him. Best thing to do is get in his... mist. You know when he does his carpool karaoke with him, sit with him all nice and like, yeah. Yeah, boom, elbows at fucking nut. <laughs> he doesn't Sorry, even drive the car. It's a lie, that's... Does he not? No. No. It's pulled along on a rig. Yeah. Weird. What a what prick. A, yeah. What a weird man. Americans love him. Yeah, but I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would just abs- absolutely obliterate him. It would, it would not be a fair fight. He could have any weapon in the world and I would tear it out of his hands. <laughs> Tag-teamed Jimmy Oliver coming in halfway through. Oh, I'd get him as well. I fucking oh. hate him. Try to take not, chicken nuggets I'm not away. A fan of him. I'm a fan of him. <laughs> Jamie Oliver. Rip his fucking tongue out. He's not using it right anyway. Jamie Oliver likes Jamie Oliver. No, why would you? You'd have to look at that every morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one, uh, that fucking guy left another couple of them, but I'll save them for the uh, Patreon yep. bit because they could probably quite long answers. Uh, next one we've got up is known food pervert Nimrod Hicks. Oh god, here we go. Uh, I'm not if, so much annoyed about the food. It's the Blues Brothers 2000 thing. That's, oh, that's, that's put him in a different yeah, that's light. So weird, isn't it? That's I the don't worst care take. about the gravy. I, that, I, I had don't care. Mash and gravy tonight, by the way, Nimrod. I was in the Nimrod camp for the longest time, and then he just he, no. Wait. Your heroes always let you down, won't the punk? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to have him on the show, but he kept telling me to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he's asking, if you could learn 10,000 hours of a skill instantly, what would you go with? Would you learn a language, musical instrument, sports, artisan, craftsman, etc.? Oh, mine's easy. If I could be good at it, arguing. <laughs> so debating. Yeah, because I can't. <laughs> no, you cannot. You, you barely know what your own arguments are. Yeah, I'm just not good at it, and it's a skill I need. Like, I, I can play instruments and stuff. I, I can sing, inverted commas, and... I, I, I just can't argue. I've got no conviction in me whatsoever. <laughs> and it, it's always letting me down. <laughs> Everything <laughs> in life, like, here, lads, let's do this. And like, no, it's never a good idea when I'm trying to suggest it and just debating this. We've done so many debating episodes and it's always a laughing stock when I start talking. So, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to go to debating classes. Punk? It's going to be a silly one. Yeah, let's not yeah, beat around the bush here. Glass blowing. That's not, not That's cool. Well, literally the opposite of cool, but... How many craft beer companies do you know of? There's Great quite a few months. of them. Lots. Yeah. They all come in the same stupid little cans with a shitty label on them. They do, they don't do. they? If I had thousands of hours and I learned how to glass blow in all kind of wacky shapes and sizes, I could do a different glass bottle for every one of these bearded wankers. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, I'd make a fortune. You could, yeah. 
I, I don't know I, why I, I went love straight a good, to Fesco again, but yeah. I love a good bespoke glass. You know, when you see one, you think, ooh. Mm. But just think bespoke glass, but it's a bottle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I like it. That's got a good answer. Stig? I would like to learn how to play the piano, like fully, like be like amazing, play an, in- learn an instrument. I tried before. Um, one thing that pisses me off was starting instruments when I was younger and then giving them up and now being an adult and thinking, wish you'd have kept that going. Mm. And I'd love to be able to just go and sit at a piano and just fucking go for it for forever. How long? Just playing a piece it's of music fun. or like making it up as you go along. I mean, you could apply this to anything. You could play it to violin, guitar, um, piano, anything like that. So. Automaton. Anything, just any kind of musical instrument where I could sit or stand I and just kind of being, being good at the flute. I did start clarinet once. I, woodwinds have always eluded me. Woodwinds and drums. Yeah, start that as well. Oh. Drums. Everyone starts drums. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, you, you I, start guitar, only the maniac stick with it. I just wish I that like had the focus when I was younger. So now, yeah, but you 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 like sports as well, didn't you? You like playing football and rugby and stuff like that. Mm. So that's what that's where your focus lied. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, just it would be a musical instrument. It's I, never too late, mate. Piano. Honestly, I started. Mm-hmm. I tried to start playing piano. Just, just off the time, man. You've got to. You have to pick one thing, don't you? Like we do the podcasts. That focus takes, on that takes time out of your week doing things, and then the other thing you've got the kids, and then. Right, do I want to watch film this week? I don't want to play. I want to play. No, not but in terms of time that it takes up. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's it's. I, I also I haven't I haven't found any time in the last month or so to do my gardening and, and my veg plot or anything like that because I've been focusing on other mm-hmm. things. And I just think if you then start going, oh yeah, I'm going to learn piano. Where do you fit it in? So if you could just instantly get ten thousand hours worth me, of piano it, practice it, done, like, yeah, it took amazing. me ten years to get to. The grade I'm at now, yeah, exactly. It took fucking ages, man. And that's because I remember I started learning piano because I was in a pub once, and, and a girl went, "Oh, pianist is so hot." I'm like, "Let's go." <laughs> it was it was that. I just I, mean, I know this sounds like you know pretentious as fuck to do, but you know, a train station that has a piano, I just love to be able to just sit there and go. I just want to be that TikTok Look at famous me. guy playing, playing the piano, playing fancy yeah, piano. I, w- I yeah, wouldn't even bother about the point being filmed where... by TikTok. I'd just be like. People know it's like, yeah, I could play. Well, there's a bad it. side to that. Though, it gets to the point when when you go out with, with with a group and you go drinking, and there's a piano in the pub. Go, go play that, go play that. They they force you to do it. Like but mm-hmm. like gadget when he goes into a music shop, play that guitar. But even though he knows the etiquette, don't pick up a fucking guitar in a guitar shop without asking. That kind of shit. It's when, you're, those... when you're at someone's house and they're a guitar, you can play Wonderwall, can't you? I'm like, yeah. I can, I won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can play yeah, Wonderwall, exactly. I barely know to fucking play. But the, when, when, you, when, you, when, you're, when you're good at an instrument, you get forced to always do it. And yeah. it, it, that's the nasty side to it. See, um, for, for, for me, the answer to the question is actually pretty similar. It's mostly because... Uh, although it's although I have a base level of musical ability, like I'm pretty good at the guitar and I can kind of plink away at keys, yeah. I really want to learn how to play the violin. Because I love it's the sound of the, of the artists, violin, isn't it? but it is mm-hmm. one of the hardest. It relies on you having a perfect musical ear to play well, yeah. um, because you don't have like you know, you know, with a keyboard, you've got the keys in front of you, you can see what your notes have are. You seen guitar, you've got violin the sheet music. It's disgusting. <laughs> I've got great violin sheet. It's just sheet music. I hate. I it. have There's a great so one in violin on. from oh, yeah. yeah from 
Why can't you just get long time ago? Tubs? From about twenty five years ago, can. but <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. it, but because it, because it's a up. naturally because it's a naturally fretless instrument, like the skill. The 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 low the, the lowest the skill floor to actually play it well and not sound like you're strangling a cat is really high. Like you have to be able to tune yourself to the notes and be able to find mm-hmm. where they are, and make and you know keep it in tune and in key. Whereas with a, a guitar naturally intonates and like a um, piano naturally intonates because you're pressing keys on and off, you know. So I can, I can yeah. picture you walking around the house with a, a, a massive, like, electric wireless violin. Exactly what I want. And, and now you're <laughs> like, just giving it. She's got a violin. People just say, play this. And she'll play it like rock versions of stuff. And yes, she has played Through the Fire and Flames. She went on stage with Dragon Force. Really? Well, I've seen I've seen her, and she's she's got a unique one. She's got a custom one, which is six strings. As opposed to four. Wow. And it's fretted. Oh. So that's why so that's why she plays a lot of guitar stuff yeah. on it. Yeah. She tunes it like a guitar. Wow. So that's not the kind of I mean, I would yeah, but that's she's still amazing. Cool as fuck to watch, but yeah, she's still amazing. But that's not the kind of stuff I want to play. Like I just really like the sound of violin music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I do. And got- and and also, you know, being in a pub when there's a fiddle player is always fun. Yeah. I've got an addendum on that as well. I wanna I wanna learn how to play darts. <laughs> Oh no! Because I can't play that. That's a fucking great answer. Dart, because not only that is, if you could learn how to play darts and be amazing at it, you could be an athlete, you could earn millions oh, while getting pissed. Yeah. You could be, yeah, yeah. Have you seen darts players? They're, they're, yeah, they're athletes. Yeah, they're, they're capital D's. <laughs> Just <laughs> good arrows. Being good an amazing arrows. darts player. Oodles you require twenty five. I'd love that. I'd I'll love tell you it. what, the I'd one thing that let me down at darts though is the adding up. I'd be like, I gotta give me a sec, get my calculator out. Someone right, asks okay. someone that does it for you though when you when you're a professional. Stig, you require fifteen. <laughs> Done. Oh, that's that's the ultimate spot. Right, we'll do we'll do do what one more before we throw them into the Patreon section. Okay. And um this is another Nimrod Hicks one. And oh. it, this is just to counter one of Punk's questions. On Prick. whom would you bestow the title of national treasure? And it must be someone who isn't already, so David Attenborough doesn't count. <laughs> oh, I would have said I would have said Biggie, but he's let us down the... recently. <laughs> yeah, the Sky episode recently, and I remembered Buster Blood Vessel is a human, <laughs> and Barely. he needs to be yes. served. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that man. I had to go through so many images of him to find some artwork. <laughs> that man has a tongue. He does. He does. He does. Yes. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so yes, I would like to see him knighted. National treasure, Buster Blood vessel. Doesn't he Lip like bomb around? Doesn't he bomb around the south of England now? Just... I have friends that go, I can't remember if it's horse racing or greyhound racing. That's some some event, and he performs songs for pints. With flat cap on. Was, yeah. was, wasn't it? Wasn't it in your scar episode that you owned a hotel in Margate for a while or something? He did, and he <laughs> served the larger gentleman and some of the plates of shit he was putting out. These, you know, you know when you get a T-bone steak. Uh, you, oh, yeah, look at that. That that looks nice. That's a nice big T-bone steak. And then you get like the cheap cut of the T-bone oh, steak, yeah. all the shit's hanging off it. It hasn't been butchered. <laughs> it's just this. It's like that and a tin of bigger peas and some oven chips. I say, yeah, portions for the larger gentleman. I say, oh, that looks like shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, that, that business like, failed. 
shocking. <laughs> given, given his prevalence in culture, it, it, it always stri- he always struck me as a, as a person who was terrible with his money. Yeah. <laughs> Does come across that way. But I would like to push Lip Up Fatty being the national anthem because the Olympics <laughs> would be brilliant. I'm into it. I'm massively <laughs> into it. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oodles? Oh, fucking, I don't know. Um, it's hard to pick someone. It's, it's hard to pick someone that isn't already considered one, isn't it? You go, oh, I don't know. Okay, well, I'll, I'll give you a few me. more seconds to think because I've, I've got one. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a YouTuber, uh, Tom Scott. I don't know if you've ever seen him. No. He, um, you'll have probably seen, like, his videos get shared a lot. He's, 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 he's basically a guy who constantly wears either a grey hoodie or a red, red T-shirt, but he does... These short little four-minute, like little informative videos explaining something, mm. and it, it it can be from the the way the Thames Barrier works to oh wow um how um what he did like a twenty-minute video on it's all right on the night because oh. there was like an anniversary around it. He's 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 a documentarian effectively, but he does it all on YouTube. He did one about um uh, do you remember the whole controversy around Dasani water? Yeah, mm-hmm. Coca Cola water. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he doesn't. So he was walking for that video. He's explaining the story while he's walking down the road next to where the factory was. That was the tap that that water came from, and did it in one take with like traffic going past him and all that. But he's basically explaining something for me, or explaining like standing stones in Gloucestershire, you know, wow. that aren't Stonehenge, mm. you know, like standing stones you can go and touch and that kind of thing. And his uh, YouTube channel is fantastic. I love because, that kind of YouTube though. When you come it's, back it's, with it's, knowledge. Yeah, and some of it's like weird and in. Like he did like a tour of America, and he went and and he like visited like the shortest skyscraper in the world that was actually like a tax scam, uh, <laughs> or a, or a, a tree that legally owns itself. You know, nice. really random shit like that. Or there's a the, the, there's a place a place in Europe where you can stand on a bridge and be in four countries at once because there's some weird zoning law that, that occupies these things. And he finds that shit, and I really really enjoy that stuff. And he's just so concise, and and like the videos are dead short. Um, and he's, he, he explains things really well, and he's a bit of a geek, and yeah, I think he's a national treasure. Cool. Uh, he's the kind I've of got stuff one now as well. The, they're the kind of videos that you should show to, uh, to like kids in primary school to like explain yeah. shit to them. It should be in the curriculum. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got, I've got mine, and I don't. Is, is borderline becoming an, a national treasure as the years go on? But Stephen Graham, he's just such a fantastic actor, and everyone's starting to click on. To Stephen Graham now, like yeah. When I first, I didn't see him as far back as when he was a kid on stuff, but I was in the Shane Meadows stuff, and mm-hmm. he did Boardwalk Empire, and he, he, he Snatch. We've talked about him on this show loads, haven't we? And I think Stephen Graham's mm-hmm. probably the best homegrown actor we've got. And they never give him like a leading. They do, but they never give him like a full leading role. Do you know what I mean? He's always he, he does indie indie films like he leads them, but. Give him some. I think. Film. I think. Yeah, but that 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 work that works for him. I don't think he needs. Like, he's never going to be like top billing of a Hollywood blockbuster. No, I don't want him on Mission Impossible. Do you know what I mean? I just he's I don't good know, Mission Impossible that, bad guy. To be fair, he would, wouldn't he? I just think. I just think everything he puts his mind to. Even if he's putting an accent on, or he's not. I I, I prefer his Liverpoolian accent. But when when he's not, I just oh, I just think he's brilliant. I just he should be a, he should be knighted for services in entertainment. He'll he'll always be Tommy to me. Yeah, yeah. I just I just think he's fantastic, and and he should be a national treasure. I know he's borderline getting there now, but yeah. 
And stick. Struggling for this one. I'm going to say... William Regal. Oh, William Regal everybody's is a, a fucking cunt. national treasure. You what? He is. <laughs> I was saying everybody's a cunt. Yeah, oh, William, yeah, Neil, William Regal's a fucking good shout, actually. <laughs> I tell you, I, he, he's one of the only wrestlers I've met, and he was such so a gent, fucking lovely, he's such a fucking. So he's so lovely. great at his craft. Uh, he knows what the fucking people want, and he's. Yeah. It can be silly at times. It can be tough at times. Yeah, fuck it, William Regal. That's a great shout. I was just going to say Ben Wishart <laughs> because he's Paddington, and that was it. <laughs> but Ben Wishart's really good yeah. though in everything he does. But yeah, William Regal. Fuck yeah, he should be a national treasure. <laughs> Sir William Regal should have got should have gone further in the wrestling business. Really, I'm not really sure why. He didn't, but he was fucking great. Still is. Injuries, though, wasn't it? Injuries, a lot of Still injuries. Still is now as a manager in AEW. Fucking great. Yeah. Love that guy. Excellent. Well, I'll keep, I'll keep the rest of them for the, uh, for the green room. Yeah, and if you're not a patron, become one. It's worth <laughs> it. Cheap dicks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. We've got some socials to do, and I'm not sure who wants to do them. Well, considering you're the one that's going to tell us what we're doing next week, crack on. <laughs> it's your week next you week. Told you, us, to you told us. You told us. You even told us. Right. I'll do the socials. You can tell the people what they're doing. So if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do at modernescapism.co.uk. You can contact us at Twitter uh, at modernescapism, or you can send us an email at modernescapismpod at gmail.com. Uh, like I said, we have a website. If you go on there, you will find everything to do with our podcast, our sister podcast, Do Dragons Dream of Scott Sheep, our mm. Patreon, and our merch store. And we do Twitch, which sometimes, wouldn't say we <laughs> sometimes, yeah, <for> <laughs> subscribe to our Twitch channels and get notifications when we go live. Or the best place to check for that is Twitter and come and join our Discord, the link to which is on our website because it's a great little community we've got going there, including the likes of Punk. Um, Yo! <laughs> he dare. He dare. Uh, so, yeah, the socials. That's the socials. Oodles, what are we do next week? Next week, we are doing. I, I'm, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this. I don't know if we've done it before, but. We'll do it again if we have. I want to do role, role reversals. So imagine your favourite actors in some of the favourite films. Who would, you, who would you replace them with? That's what I want to do. So that's next week. Yeah? That, that's a catchy title. Well done. <laughs> so, just, so just recasting a role then? Recasting a role or role reversal, whatever you want to call it. We should re- we should it. really like nail this down before we start podcasting, shouldn't we? I read yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I read <laughs> do down. No I read down. We don't down. learn. Just, just, just learn to him just like spout what he wants to do straight away. I'll show you. I get what. Show you. I'll load it up to the Yeah, camera. come on. Show me. Show me. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna fucking. Do gonna. don't do not type it up while we're talking. I'm not. I'm not. I'm you not, are. So do you want to? I see those thumbs moving. Are we just recasting one role or a whole film? A whole film. Right. Okay. A whole film. Yep. Lord of the Rings. There it is. Screen capture. There you go. <laughs> Dickhead. Uh, no, you yeah, put that through as an idea. The whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so my, my idea of uh, of swapping um, uh, of swapping Henry Cavill and Army Hammer around in the Man from Uncle probably won't fly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a good idea. Good idea. So we're recasting a film. You know, yeah, but it's a film that you love, and and it, like make it difficult by recasting it to something that you right, reckon okay. would be just as good. Yeah, right. Okay, that makes right. more sense. I'm you really are glad I was on this. <laughs> <things. laughs> 
Yay! You should have seen what it was going to be this week. I was furious, man. It's easy. It was going to be one and done. Easy. It's be easy. Series that lasted for one season. Never watched one. (laughs) You have. My choice. I told you. Literally my choice. You were like, oh, yeah, it's amazing, that. (laughs) I told you which one I was going to pick. I told you which one I was going to pick, and you went, we don't even like it. You don't even like it. But yes, that has been the show. What a chaotic, chaotic show. Thank you very much, Punk, for being on. Do you want to stay into the green room? Fancy it? If you don't mind, yes. Absolutely fine. We'll get you We'll get you a um, visitor's pass for that. And for everyone that's not a paying patron, good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, so people know where to find me, okay? Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can... Uh, do you want to Dick. plug it, Dick. Dick. <laughs> Dick. Plug your shit. Plug your shit. Yukons.co.uk. You'll find all links there, and it's half hour of this sort of bullshit you've already heard. Thank you, Oodles. Not to mention, (laughs) this week I'm on his show. They've already heard that. Yeah, but they might not have done. Might be listeners. They did fucking better have listened to it. I was going to say, he's cannibalised our entire audience. Oh, yeah. If you haven't. Hollowed you out from the inside. If you haven't listened to his show, (laughs) you really should do. Especially because I'm on this week. There you go. It's all right, innit? Uh, but yeah, lovely. that's it. That's it. The end. Bye. <laughs> Great ending. Well done, Noodles. <laughs> oh, I can't end. always end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>